In this episode, we are joined by special guest and friend of the show, Dave Brink, and we will be counting down our top 15 Beatles songs, or as we call it, the Fab 15. So, get ready for that. I'm your host, Eric Brink, and you are listening to Empty Checking. Checkmates, it's your old Uncle Derek coming to you on a slightly balmy night inside of my house in St. Louis, Missouri, on a day that we had a little earthquake. Not everybody felt it, but we had a little earthquake. I was I was home with the cats and just felt a little weird shake, and I walked outside of the house pissed off because I thought a tree branch fell on the roof. There's no branch. And it uh, turned out on Twitter there was an earthquake. If you were uh, local, uh, I'm sure that you will have every opportunity to write some kind of post somewhere about whether or not you felt it. A lot of you will not have. But those of us with cats in our laps had to reassure the cats. Anyway, hope you're doing okay. The uh, cats right now are in hiding here in the house. They're hiding in their little safe space because we have a guest here on the show. My brother Dave, Dave Brink. Say hello. Hello. And anything else you would like to say? Uh, hello, checkered people. Checkmates, is it? Checkmates. Okay. I don't know. I don't know the lingo. I'm, I've only been around a few times until picking things up. Yeah, I, one would hope you would listen to the show. But anyway, <laughs> uh, it's uh, uh, yeah, Dave's here. So the cats are not used to uh, company yet, even though Dave's been over a few times. They may wander in and out, but they uh, they uh, they're they're COVID babies. They knew their foster mom and then me. So they get uh, a little creeped out when somebody else comes around. They'll they'll get better with time. But uh, they're good little boys, and we love them. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, they're hiding in a chair right now. And Dave is here, and we're, uh, we're going to do a show for you today that's a little bit of a departure from the normal thing. Although honestly, not that much of a departure from the normal thing, because I do lists on this show all the time, and uh, Dave... Well, Dave, you had the idea to start doing list-based type podcasts do you want to yeah. speak to that a little bit well um yeah i like you enjoy making it must be a family thing mm. i like making lists too i put out a blog on mondays called mondays that i do lists on a lot of just random things what is the address of that blog i believe oh no it is <laughs> i don't actually know off the top of my head honestly um i think it's david brink home dot God, something that's that blog something it. that's not that well that's how I access it I don't know now I told you all how to get into it you write David Brinked up home blog something home <laughs> something yeah well that's um, a way to do it sure that is not uh, it's not correct no we have to fix this in post I don't think we will okay <laughs> that doesn't sound like me <laughs> no it really doesn't I, um, uh, this show uh, has no preparation going in and I think it shows. <laughs> uh, let's see. You are at Dave, David Brink, davidbrink.home.blog. Most close. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it's called Mondays because, you know, that's cute. And I do a lot of lists on that just about random stuff. It's yeah. a blog that I just do to, I don't get too serious on it for the most part every once in a while, but it's just kind of yeah, for fun. Uh, you're almost uh, upsettingly life affirming on it. <laughs> In places. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, I that's after I 
sit and go, you know what I really want to say is this, but let's do something else instead. Yeah. Well, and um, also cynicism really only works if you're like in your 20s. If you're, you know. Well, true, but also a lot of times if you're reading it, it can come off differently than it's supposed to. And I true. just decide to try and give people a little bit of a break. Uh, nice anyway, I wanted to um, do a little more with the podcasting thing. Um, and I was really just thinking of ideas on what to do when I thought that, hey, I, might, I like making lists so much. I may as well do something like that and talk to you about it. And you seem to be in. And my idea was to do uh, what I like to call the Fab 15 of pretty much anything. Uh, there's a lot of list shows out there, a lot of people that do um, debates about lists and what's the best this, the best that, the worst this, whatever. And um, a lot of times people will do a top five, which is usually pretty easy because it's you just pick a few hits and put one favorite in there. People do a top 10, that's five fan favorites and five hits, that's easy. Top 20 gives you a lot of room to move and do stuff. I thought 15 was an interesting number because you kind of have to edit and you have to think about it a little bit more as if you're making a list of your favorite whatevers. So I thought the Fab 15 sounded good as a title. So um, floated that to you, a few ideas, and now here we are giving it a try on uh, your blog, because your blog, your uh, podcast. That's the word. Uh, that's the one I'm looking <laughs> for. Uh, this is going great. It's fun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're going to give it a try and see what comes of it. Right. My, I think my favorite part of the pitch was that uh, the word fab is, of course, in tribute to fab from Millie Vanilli. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Sure, we'll go with that, yeah. For those of you at home who uh, uh, are at home, uh, fab, of course, short for fabulous, mm-hmm. as, uh, as the Beatles themselves would have told you. And yes. that is a sort of on-the-nose way of explaining it, because the very first Fab 15 we're doing for you here on the old empty chicken chat thing is uh, we're doing our Fab 15 Beatles songs. All right, we decided to start with the hardest one. Yeah. <laughs> the hardest one you could ever do. We decided, hey, let's just out of the gate with that. Yeah. That's a good idea. Well, I'm sadistic enough that on my social media, if anybody follows me there, occasionally I've thrown out, what are your Fab 4 Beatles songs? You only get four, and that's yeah. impossible. Uh, but I, this isn't I, much easier. No, it's not. But I, I, I've thrown that out at people a couple of times uh, just because, you know, they called themselves the Fab Four. I thought it was mm-hmm. fun. But uh, the Fab 15, yeah, a little bit easier, but still pretty hard. And uh, Especially yeah. when it comes to Beatles songs because there's not a wrong answer. Yeah. No list is incorrect. Right. And it's, and it's hard to decide what metric you're going to use. Which we yes. left it, we intentionally left that open to, you know, your own personal judgment. Is it the 15 that you think are most important? Is it the 15 that mean the most to you personally, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We just mm-hmm. kind of left that open, and I'm very interested to see how our lists differ, because I imagine they do pretty significantly. Well, uh, I'm sure there'll be some crossover, but sure. at the same time, uh, yeah, I kind of... Well, let's talk about how we attacked it individually, first off. Okay. Um, this just kind of run into that real quick. Um, my first idea was to do, like you're saying, things that I thought were important and Beatles songs that uh, had some significance throughout popular music, but not like they didn't all. Right. But <laughs> that was my first list. Um, and that kind of got a lot of pressure and it made up a kind of a weird list of songs. Some of them I didn't like as much as other things. Sure. So I did that and I rearranged it a little bit and I put in a few more favorites. And then I uh, 
dropped it for a few days because I just frustrated myself. <laughs> and there were so many things I wasn't putting in and so many things I wanted to do. And it was just nuts. So after a few days, I came back to it and I said, okay, I'm just going to do the first 15 that pop into my head. Okay. And so that's what I did. I changed one or two because there were a few that had too similar a vibe. Sure. So, and it might all anyway. But, you know, that's my list as of now. You know, okay. in another week, <laughs> I know I'm going to listen to this thing and go back and go, oh, stupid. Why don't I put you know, right. this this and that on right. it? So, yeah. I followed a very similar method. I, uh, I mean, I have a couple of Beatles playlists on my phone music player that uh, one is everything that I like. Uh, you know, or tangentially want to have on the list. Uh, and then another one is like, this is the stuff that I really want to hear if I'm listening to the Beatles, you know? So I went to that list and just kind of scrolled through my phone and just jotted down what, you know, if I had to narrow that down further, what would it be? And that was 32 songs. Uh, and, yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean, there are, I know people that have best of the Beatles playlists on their phone that are three hours long. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. I mean, and probably most people do. I have a Who one that's six hours long, personally. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's a different, that's probably a different list. That's a different list. That's, yeah. but, uh, that's coming I, later. I, I paired mine down to 15 very much just in that way of like, okay, if, if, if I have to make, if, if, if I have to make this playlist for my phone, what's on it? That was kind of my method. Yeah. Yeah, mine was just the first ones that popped in my head, and since then I've thought about changing it several times, and I only made one small edit. Mm. The hardest part was order, and I kind yep. of threw a threw the order around. I kind of intentionally put some things in weird places just to shake things up, see what happened. Yeah, um, just for fun. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's just so many that could go, and I think it's just kind of how I felt about it at that point. But yeah. I want to hear different Beatles at different times. Sometimes. Yeah. You know, as much as I love the Abbey Road record, sometimes that's not the one I want to hear. Mm -hmm. You know, um, so it just depends on where we're at. And this is just where my head was at. It doesn't, I think I probably went more with favorites and more with feel than I did with anything else. But yeah, there's I definitely a, did too. There's a few things that are, um, I think, so it'll be fun to look into and get into it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Uh, and uh, sorry to the listeners at home if you hear clinking in the background. Uh, Dave is very responsibly drinking a Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. I am drinking my signature uh, way too full glass of Kettle One with ice in it. So if you're hearing clinking, uh, this episode of Empty Checking brought to you by Ice Cubes. There you go. Um, let, let's let's kind of get into the list. We've got the we've got the background there. We've got. You know why we're doing this. We've got how we we're we're doing our lists. I think maybe we just need to start diving in. Okay. Uh, for those at home who don't, uh, who maybe aren't you know tracking with us right now, uh, the Beatles were a band in the 1960s that uh, a lot of people liked a lot, and uh, they're they're uh, they're kind of having a resurgence right now. They're having a moment. They have a moment every couple of years. It seems they have a resurgence. I know at when least I was, every ten years. They yeah. I know when I was in high school in the late 1990s, there was a big, you know, to-do about the Beatles because they started putting out the anthology series. And uh, they had, for the first time, a new Beatles song in a while, Free as a Bird, which you don't hear anyone mention anymore. Uh, and, you Spoiler know, alert, not yeah. on my list. Yeah, me neither, actually. But, uh, uh, yeah, it just seems every few years there's a big Beatles thing. The, there was, like, the Love release a few years ago, and there have been various plays and things, and... They're kind of having the resurgence now because of the Get Back documentary that is on uh, Disney Plus. Yes. Yes. 
And eventually, we assume a Blu-ray and DVD release. There was going to be one. It should have been out by now, and it got pushed back. Who knows? But uh, uh, I think probably Disney realized they were still getting new subscribers <laughs> to see that thing. Well, yeah, so, I think, yeah, it was definitely a business move. They want to yeah. hold on to it as long as they can yeah, contractually. That, yeah, but that is, uh, that is waiting for a space on my DVD shelf. So uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, but yeah, they're having kind of this resurgence because of that. And like that's been out for a couple months now, a few months. I guess it came out in what, December? November, I think. November? Okay. And so it's been out for a little while. I think I saw it in December. And uh, it's people are still just vibing on the Beatles. And I'm okay with that because I like the Beatles. And I, it's they're one of those bands that you don't have to tell people that you like them. It's just assumed, you know? Yeah, the Beatles um, are a whole other thing. It's, yeah. They're barely even a band at this point. It's more of a just its own ephemeral thing at this point yeah yeah it's it's i oh i like the beatles yes i also enjoy water you know right uh it's that kind of thing uh it's actually more interesting if somebody says they don't like the beatles because first off they're lying and then also (laughs) you kind of have to have a conversation there and you can usually draw out of out of them well, Helter Skelter is okay, you know, or whatever. Right, whatever the yeah. Taste is, but there's there's well, a Beatles I, song for everybody. Yeah, I mean, people. I had like a lot of people went through my anti-Beatles phase. Oh, I totally. Had my, me too. I had my love-hate relationship with the Beatles, but yeah. the Beatles, the Beatles, the Beatles. <laughs> uh, it's a never mind. Um, no. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you know, eventually you just have to give it to the Beatles. I mean, you have yeah. to say, you know, this is. You no, know, it's influenced ever whether you like it or not, whether you realize it or not. Your favorite band, if they're post-Beatles, your favorite band was influenced by the Beatles. Right. Or, yeah. influ- you know, even if it's indirectly, they were influenced by the Beatles. It all yeah. comes back. Because when you go to popular music, rock music especially, but popular music in the from the 70s on, yep, it's all there. So yep. there you are. Yeah, and I, I went through the same thing a long time where I didn't claim liking the Beatles. And I went through a long time where I didn't own any Beatles. And if I got questioned on that, I said, it's the Beatles. I'm going to hear it. Yeah, which is actually still kind of true. It is true. But since that time, I've, you know, come to my senses and I have all of the Beatles albums. I have all of the Beatles box sets, except for, well, the authorized ones anyway. I have all the Beatles box sets, except for the American albums release, which I'm going to have to get because it's vexing that I don't have it. But why? Why Why have it? But <laughs> I have everything else. I've yeah. got the, you know, album releases and stuff, but... Uh, yeah, I, I, a few years ago, stopped lying to myself and went whole hog, and yeah, I'm a Beatles guy. Who wasn't a Beatles guy? Right. So, that's why we're doing this. They're having a renewed moment. The kids are getting into them again, and, you know, God bless the kids for that, you know, so it's, mm-hmm. uh, we're, we're just My kind of... My kids are. Yeah, your kids are big time, uh, and there's just a renewed thing for the Beatles as happens every now and again and that's that's why we're doing this we're we're getting we're writing their coattails basically and uh talking about them because people want to hear about them uh, I actually have an episode where I talk about the get back documentary in full you can find that in the archives over at the website uh the website the blog which I should do the promo stuff that I I do the blog is at uh, uh the show itself is hosted at podbean.emptychecking.com if you want to know more about me it's derekbrink.com the music that you hear throughout the show which there will not be a ton of in this particular episode is available for free over at derekbrink.bandcamp.com all you do is enter zero as your purchase price and you can have it I don't collect your email address I would just love it if you loved it and we are also available on whatever podcast app you're listening to this on now 
That is the fastest I've ever done that. Only had one minor sort of flutter in the in the 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 words I was saying. I thought that was that was pretty tight. It was pretty it's good. not bad. Yeah. So now, <laughs> let's get into the show. Let's do the actual list. Uh, it's we're going from number fifteen to one, which I don't even want to describe that as we're going from like our least liked song to our most liked song because that implies that fifteen is least liked. Like we like all of these songs. Like it was yeah. hard to, to whittle it down to these songs, so least liked is unfair. We're going from the one that of these lists should have been at number fifteen to the one that should have been number. Well, one. and honestly, I'm looking at my list right now and going, you know, some of this is wrong. It should be switched around a little bit. Sure, well, and you're um, free to do that. Well, I'm not going to stick with what it is because okay. then I'll forget what I've done. I'm actually but, still a little unsure on my number 15. <laughs> <laughs> I have two um, written down. <laughs> yeah, my number 15 is like super strong, but okay. um, I went over that. So I think what we had decided to do is we go like one guy does 15, his 15, then you do your 15. Like yeah. I'll do mine, you do yours, or yeah. vice versa. Yeah. Because um, we could just read the whole list and then fight it out. We can right. do it that way too. Because right. the idea is to us both read our lists and then come up with a... With a master list. With a yeah. master list yeah. and, you know, that's when the arguments start against. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think that's a good way to do it. I think just reading one of us starts with our 15, the other guy says says their 15, and, like, I think that could be fun that we go up the list and just sort of, oh, that should have been on my list. Like, that, it's more fun that well, way. Well, we can also uh, cross off the uh, crossovers as we come, so, we just know, so we're going to talk about it as they're set. There's no need to go back. Yeah, that's true. And talk again, so. That's true. Shorten uh, this thing down to like three hours. Yeah, right. <laughs> Instead of the uh, six that I have budgeted. Yes. Uh, this by there's going to be uh, multiple episodes. Uh, just get ready for a <laughs> week long, like a month long episode of. Uh, never mind. Uh, who wants to go first? Do you want me to go first? Or do you want to go first? It doesn't really matter. Uh, you're the guest. Why don't you go first? Okay, I'll go first. All right. So Feb fifteen Beatles. My number fifteen. Actually, like I said, I picked. I picked a one that I thought was actually pretty strong and maybe should be up higher. Mm-hmm. My number 15 is Magical Mystery Tour. Wow, okay. Uh, not on my list. Oh, okay. Um, and the reason I picked... I work, I guess we should talk about the songs a little bit. Yeah. Uh, the reason I picked Magical Mystery Tour for my list um, is partially personal because it was one of the early Beatles records that I heard. Uh, Dad had a copy of it. Sure. And I would listen I to it. I have his copy. Yeah, I would listen yeah. to it in my room sometimes. Um but Magical Mystery Tour, for me, um, it's for the, you know, it's not a great project that it came out of, <laughs> but it's a really good, it's a good introductory song. I think it's one of the better rock songs that kind of just explodes out and kind of starts off and gets a mood going. A lot of my playlists, I do start with Magical Mystery Tour really? for Beatles because it's just, uh, it's just one of those songs that I think is, uh, apart from being catchy, like I said, it's the mood it evokes, and it kind of sets you up for here comes the adventure. So I kind mm. of, I kind of like that song for that reason. So. It's uh, the Cheap Trick Greatest Hits starts with that, with their it version does. of it. Yeah, that's uh, that's kind of interesting. I actually have a weird relationship with that song because I fell in love with the Cheap Trick version rather than the Beatles version. <laughs> sure, and they're <laughs> largely different. Yeah, um, it's not when you're listening to the Cheap Trick version, you don't think that it's that different, but right. it really is when you listen. Oh yeah, totally. Um, there's a few songs in here that were covered by other bands quite a bit, but you yeah, know, I've got a, I've I've actually got mine written down in the margin who covered them because <laughs> <laughs> I, I figured that's going to come up. But yeah, I mean, I love the Cheap Trick version. I love the Beatles version, Magical Mystery Tour, but the mm-hmm. uh, the Cheap Trick version is kind of the one I fell in love with, and sure, just because 
It's interesting hearing people cover the Beatles because there's uh, distortions and effects that the Beatles didn't have. Yeah. Uh, so mm-hmm. th- it's just sort of interesting to hear an updated, and it's I don't interesting. even want to say updated, but different take on yeah. it. It's inter- yeah, exactly. That's what I was about to say is the take. It's interesting to hear what part of the song connects with yeah. the artist in what ways. So mm. yeah. there you go. Magical Mystery Tour is your number fifteen. Anything, number 15. anything more to add to that, or it's just I, it's just an interesting call for me. It, it didn't make my list, so I'm, I'm yeah. Just I just I've just really liked the song, okay. so okay. I, I I wanted to put it somewhere, so it went number fifteen. Yeah, that is a good uh, that is a good opening track. I I didn't think about that. that I mean, it would be if you're making a playlist. I guess it'd be the last track. <laughs> well, yeah. depends on how you did it. Anyway, that's yeah. that's my number fifteen. Good Magical point. Mystery Tour. All right, my number fifteen. I have two written down. I'm going to go with... I, I, I've decided which one I'm going to go with, like, right now. Uh, my number 15 is going to be uh, While My Guitar Gently Weeps. Not on my list, but I almost put it on there. It yeah. was very close. Uh, the one that it just beat out in this conversation was Blackbird. Uh, also almost on my list. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very uh, close. While My Guitar Gently Weeps, a George Harrison classic, uh, really shows off his guitar work. Uh, and in a way that, I mean, I, uh, any Beatles solo shows off his guitar work, really. He was their lead guitarist. But it it just, as a guitarist, I just kind of get it. I just kind of get the thing of like, yeah, there's something about you can sustain one note on a guitar and break a yeah. heart, you know? And uh, that's like, I think everybody in at some point in their life, whether they're a musician or not, should get to plug a Telecaster into like a Marshall stack and play an A chord and just have that feeling. Yeah. Uh, and I just, I, I love that. And I just sort of love the, the sort of tonal shifts in the song. There's that mm-hmm. minor part that comes in. Yeah. And I, it's interesting that song too. The, uh, you talked about George's playing because Clapton does a lot of work on that as well. That's so the true. two of them, Kind of go back and forth. That's true. I don't know who handles the main solo, but I actually don't either. But like, I think, as I want to say, Clapton does a main solo, but I think a lot of the stuff in between is George. I think, uh, yeah, I, I know he's very present on it. Oh, sure, uh, and yeah, and I, it's a good song. It's a really good song. Yeah, um, you know, that's one that gets stuck in your head too and evokes a lot of emotion. Which yeah, you know, we've been listening to a lot of George Harrison around the house here lately, as yeah, you're aware yeah. of. So you have a daughter, yeah. very. Uh, yeah, my daughter George. picked her favorite Beatles, Beatle, mm. and uh, she picked George, which I thought was a very astute observation for, yeah. you know, someone who's just turning fourteen. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so she came to me and wanted to know a lot more about the Beatles, and she started vibing on the Beatles, and you know, she's a George fan now, and that's cool. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. She also was uh, wanted to. She almost gave me her own list, and I almost brought it with me. Nah, but, uh, but she did. Uh, she did. Uh, you know, have opinions on mine too. Sure. So I, I bet. Um, <laughs> I think we can invite her, her when we do this again and yeah. go. You know, the other fifteen Beatles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> stuff that didn't make this yeah. list. Uh, while my guitar gently weeps is my number fifteen. One of the things that actually sort of put it there over Blackbird is uh, the sort of rock and roll hall of fame tribute that they did where they played that song and it was a bunch of different guitarists and prince oh, yeah. was playing the the solo i forgot about that on that yeah. beautiful sort of uh cheetah uh pick guard telecaster and uh that's just, he just prince tore the shit out of that song and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i don't know if i'm going to censor this episode or not i have a feeling your kids might listen to it um probably will hey tess your uncle curses 
uh, and drinks vodka. Uh, yeah, it's uh, he he just Prince was great on that song, and it ends with a moment like at the end of that, Prince unplugs the guitar and, and throws it out into the crowd, and they don't catch the guitar landing. So that guitar, as far as my heart is concerned, is still flying, and uh, so like that's one of the things that like. I, I, that version of the song is great, but it, I mean, I love the original version more, obviously. Sure. But without the original version, I wouldn't also have this awesome memory of Prince, who I love. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, there's just a lot wrapped up in that song for me. So that's yeah, a great uh, song. Yeah. So I, I had while my guitar gently weeps at fifteen. You had uh, Magical Mystery Tour. Mm-hmm. What'd you have at fourteen? Fourteen. Um, shifted a little bit. Went with Nowhere Man. I love that song, and it didn't make my list. <laughs> <laughs> we might have 30, ladies and gentlemen. Well, yeah. Um, this is going to be a yeah. weird uh, debate for what's the best. It is. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Nowhere Man, um, like you said, I love the song. I love the intro, the acapella intro, and I love that uh, for a song that seems kind of laid back a little bit, it really moves. It's yeah. more of a, It's a lot more of a rock song than you think it is. And when you think of it, in your head, you kind of get caught up in the in the uh, melody of it, and um, but you know Ringo's kind of pushing it along. It's a yeah. cool, it's a cool tune, um, you know, and a really interesting lyric. Um, yeah, it's just a, just a really good song. I don't. Sometimes my whole defense is going to be this is a good song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, well, I don't have a lot to add on that song. That's that's largely how I feel about it too. It's just a good song, and. Uh, one of the things I, that I'm glad that you brought out is uh, Ringo's contribution to it, and Ringo's kind of driving, uh, mm-hmm. you know, drum part. Ringo gets overlooked as uh, for how great a drummer he was. Ringo gets dismissed for no reason. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, it's because everybody, you know, everybody can play. Right. Everybody can do that on their legs and with their. Which foot. is why it's great. Exactly. He was also the first guy that did that. Yeah, uh, but Ringo was always rock solid. If you watch oh, yeah. the Get Back documentary, he was holding that band together. <laughs> he... Well, we just watched uh, the Eight Days a Week documentary, and oh, sure. if you watch that and watch Ringo in the early days, just attacking that kit mm. um, and being so in time for a band that couldn't hear each other. Yeah, I mean, he was just the driving thing. And you listen to Ringo's Tom work. Yeah, on a lot of the uh, Abbey Road album. I mean, yeah. come on. Uh, so he's not the flashiest, he's not the most technical, but he gets the job done. So yeah, rock shout solid. out to Ringo. Um, you know, and so Ringo keeping it together with this great, you know, Lennon McCartney, you know, melody over the top. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a great song. It's actually it's amazing how well Ringo uh, sticks to. This is gonna be. This is hard to explain for anybody who doesn't do recording and doesn't understand metronomes and stuff like that. But metronomes basically keep you wedded to the beat. They, they're just the straight beat. They're now they're computerized than they were more analog, but it was still a very precise beat. And generally goes in the headphones of the drummer. Yeah, and, can yeah, hear it. Exactly. And uh, in the days that the Beatles were working, that technology wasn't really there if you were doing a live recording. You just sort of had to go by the drummer. The drummer mm-hmm. had to hold it together. It's actually really impressive if you look at some of the Beatles recordings and dump them into computer software, how mu- how little Ringo drifted as far as beats per minute. He was oh, yeah. rock solid. He was just dead on and yeah. just kept the, it his going. His sense of time very was well. just yeah. amazing. He was fantastic. I'm glad you mentioned Nowhere Man because it gave us a chance to praise Ringo, uh, <laughs> if nothing else. 
Uh, and I've actually got one I'm going to talk about Rango on on my list. But uh, uh, my number 14... And I think I know know what that's going to be. That's why it's not on my list, because I know you can put it there. But anyway, okay, go ahead. Okay, fair enough. Uh, my number and 14... And I cannot see his list, by the way. We have our lists where neither one can see the other yeah, guy's list. Yeah, that's worth saying. Yeah. You can kind of see mine, maybe, if you really cheat. If but... I wanted... I, 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 my eyes aren't that good. I can see lines on the paper. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm jotting down your list, as you say. Good, because I keep forgetting to write your stuff. Okay, <laughs> So far, there's been one, um, and it was while my guitar gently weeps. <laughs> and guitar my number weeps. fourteen uh-huh. is uh, Day Tripper. Uh, I have that. At, I have that later on. Okay, we'll get but there. That's okay. No, uh, that's fine. We can just call it good or whatever. Uh, I mean, let's just talk about it now, since I think maybe talk about that's it now. the best way to do it. Yeah, talk about it yeah, now, when and then one guy just... mentions it, we'll go. Uh, Day Tripper, uh, just a really energetic song. Just I, you know, I love that. Great riff. Great riff. Just one of the all-time great guitar riffs, uh, which would be another great list for us to do. Uh, <laughs> but I, I, I love Day Tripper. It's one of the Beatles songs that end the years where I pretended not to like the Beatles. I played the Cheap Trick version, you know, and and another which Cheap is also Trick cover. Great. Yeah, another Cheap Trick cover. The Cheap Trick loves the Beatles. Cheap Trick covered the entire Sgt. Pepper's record. So yes, we're, they did. We're in trouble if we get into talking how much Cheap Trick covers the Beatles. But it's a different list. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> yeah, it probably is. Uh, but yeah, I, in the years where I didn't admit that I liked the Beatles, I played the Cheap Trick version, and then when I started admitting I liked the Beatles, I played both because they're both great. Uh, but yeah, Day Tripper. I mean, I honestly have no idea what the song's about. Even, but I I know all the words, but I don't really know what it's about. I just love the the vibe of it. I love the it's the guitar riff that does it for me. It just draws me in and makes me happy. And that's all, the best thing you can ask of a pop song is that it makes you happy. And yeah. that one. Does I mean, it. it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. Pop lyrics. It's yeah. Uh, unfaithful lady. But um, either way, whether it had great lyrics or crappy lyrics, yeah, it's just a, one of those rock songs that it rocks it does rock it's it's a very solid you know song and yeah you're right it makes people happy people love that tin yeah so you know there's no reason it shouldn't be on your list i agree it's a bop as the kids would say it's it's a bop Mm -hmm. (laughs) we are both way too old to be saying something that's why i said it as the kids would say yeah yeah well okay yeah that's fair you did you did qualify it All right, so my 14 is uh, is Day Tripper. Yours was Nowhere Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, what have you got at 13? Um, something that should have been higher. Uh-huh. Yesterday. Ooh, good song. That's on my list. Okay. And it's higher. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah. It should, looking at it now, it should have been higher. Sure. Um, obviously, pretty much everybody who likes songs my phone is recording me say this oh um that's awesome um, so uh everybody who likes uh the more maudlin type songs likes yesterday if you like that paul mccartney ballad thing yeah you like it um and i think he's written better honestly sure and i think in the beatles catalog there's better well i mean but maybe I, not at the time that he wrote it not at the time he wrote it but mm-hmm. in the beatles catalog overall sure there's better um in that Style, but that's the only one I really picked. And the reason that it resonated with me, and this is this is kind of a fuzzy memory, but I'm going to try and share it as best of my ability, uh, was a school trip when I was in grade school. Okay. I don't remember what grade. Mm-hmm. I just remember we went to Hazelwood Central, I believe it was, because that's the high school that the, our school fed into. Sure. Which I didn't go to, but that's a whole yeah, other story. That's a whole thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we were going to 
We went to the theater for some sort of a show, I guess the high school kids practicing their talent show or something. I don't know exactly what it was. Again, it's a very old memory by this point. Sure. Um, I remember being in that auditorium and they did yesterday. I can't remember if it was the full choir or small group or whatever, but it was one of the first times that I listened to a song and it made me sad. Mm. It was something that was other than, oh, that's a cool song or... Yeah. That's it was first one of the first times I noticed a song having an effect on me. Um, as it made like I say, it made me sad, but it had an effect on me emotionally that I had never really um, come to with any of the other songs I mm. listened to, even the slow ones, the slow ones that I liked. Yeah. Um, so for me, that was kind of like, oh, you know, I remember a lot of the other kids talking about how boring that song is, <laughs> and they thought it was stupid or boring or whatever, but. You know, we were grade school kids. You, how, how much do you know? Right. But um, so I had to cut him some slack. But it really made me sad, and that stuck with me. That wow, that's um, it, that's one of the first times when the power of music kind of got to me. Yeah. So, like I say, as I, if I if you put yesterday up against a few of the other songs, I would probably give it to the other song. But it kind of had to make my list for that reason, for yeah. personal reasons. Yeah, I understand that. I've uh, I've got it like I said I've got it higher than you do and so we can kind of breeze through it when it hits mine uh, but uh, I, I, I it it's it, it feels like it should make me sad now that you say it but it doesn't because um, <laughs> it's I, I I find some hopefulness in it because he he's not talking about he he is talking about how he feels today but he believes in yesterday and that's uh, that's why it makes me sad. Okay, I understand. <laughs> uh, it's 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 that's that's an interesting uh, that's an interesting kind of difference between us, I guess. But uh, I yeah I I I love that song, and one of the things that I really love about it is that it's, I mean, there is the orchestral part that comes in there, but mm-hmm. it's really just Paul laid bare, uh, like the rest of the Beatles aren't there, and like when they right. would, and when they would do it live, it'd just be Paul solo in the early days and that was a first and it's kind of oh that when you watch that old footage you kind of get a glimpse of oh that's that's who paul would eventually become he'd become you know paul mccartney standing out there by himself and it's it's just kind of a cool sort of reflective thing in, in that way for me to just and not that i was around at the time but it's just kind of a cool uh thing to like realize oh that's that's paul on his own just being paul Right. And, uh, you know, I mean, it's the song that John Lennon used to take a swipe at him, you know, <laughs> in, in uh, whatever song that was. I'm blanking right now. Um, but John Lennon, in his solo career, had a song where he criticized Paul McCartney and he said, all you had was yesterday or all you did was yesterday. Right. Uh, and I, I just I can't remember the name of the song right now because I'm trying you, to remember. How do you sleep? How do you sleep? Yeah, thank you. Uh, and I'm kind of a John guy in some ways. I, I have all John Lennon solo stuff, so it's embarrassing that didn't come to me. But uh, yeah, yesterday is just kind of the Paul McCartney touchstone for me. It's it's I I think of Paul McCartney and I think of yesterday, and that's yeah. sort of why it's on my list. There you go. So uh, now I don't have to say that later because I said it now. Perfect. Um, let's see. Was that thirteen? It was thirteen. Okay, so I'm on my thirteen. My thirteen is. Uh, a song uh, wonderfully covered by Enough's Enough, Dear Prudence. Oh, that is much higher on my list, but yes. Okay, that's fair. I, I You know, that that is one that, as I was doing this, moved around a lot. Uh, cause, uh, that's, that's the one that I was went back and forth between that and, and uh, Blackbird. Okay, fair. 
Yeah. Yeah. Dear Prudence is uh, really one of the first Beatles songs. And you know, I don't believe there is a recording just to. Of that enough's enough cover, no, to my I, knowledge, but I saw I tried them. To find it. I saw them do it. Yeah. Uh, when they're and a lot of people going, why are you talking about enough's enough at this point? Yeah. But um, <laughs> they were the Beatles of the glam metal set. What do you want me to do? Yeah. Um, but they what were. What was their song? Uh, the real thing. Was new that thing. That? New thing. Um, that was hit. They made a lot of really good songs. But anyway, different yeah, that band. Was the hit. Different thing. That was the hit. Or uh, one of like the two. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, they did that song um, at Mississippi Nights. It was during during their show. Yeah. They had one record out, and it yeah. was fantastic. Yeah, there are cover version or there are uh, bootleg versions out there. Yes, but uh, yeah, I don't think there was ever an official release. But Dear Prudence anyway, <laughs> uh, is probably the first Beatles song I really fell in love with. Probably because you started talking about it after seeing Enough's Enough. Yeah, uh, and I just kind of went, "Oh, that, Dad has the White Album. Let me listen to that song." And I went, "Oh, this is a really great song." And I just sort of, I, 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 I don't understand why anyone would name their kid Prudence, uh, but <laughs> I just, uh, uh, something about the song just has a, a magic to me, and it's yeah. probably just that I was a child and I fell in love with it, you know, that not even understanding what yeah. it was about as a kid. But yeah. I, it's just one of those well, songs Prudence that, was... Uh... Lennon's invention for the song it wasn't about someone named Prudence but yeah um, sure yeah that was but yeah but it it just sounds good but yeah yeah, it's a great again kind of a melancholy song that kind of gets going and gets all psychedelic-y at the end yeah Um, Yeah, but great Lennon lyric when Lennon was still doing really good lyrics his lyrics kind of Faded out a little bit towards the end. They faded out toward the end of the Beatles, Beatles stuff. but they picked up in his solo career. <laughs> they did. So uh, but it was one of, I think, one of his last really good lyrics that That's really made yeah, you. White the, album, yeah, it's probably uh, true. Yeah, white album. Um, yeah. There's more on that record, but yeah. So, yeah, yeah great song. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah. It's, uh, I, I, I think. I, I think I slightly miscommunicated. When I was a kid, I imagined that it was about a girl named Prudence. Sure, uh, is what I was trying. And you to get would. At. I mean, most people probably think that. Yeah, that's yeah. It's probably le- that's probably a semi-legitimate read. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, when I was a kid, that was definitely what I thought. It was like, why is Prudence a name? Probably a rich British kid name. All right, <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. And it may be. I don't know. You know, there's certainly kids out there named Portia and things like that. Right. But uh, yeah, Dear Prudence, just one of the first Beatles songs I really fell in love with, and that's 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 why it's on my list at number thirteen. It's right. higher on yours. Is there is it there is. is there a reason it's higher on yours? Do you want I to... just, a personal preference? Personal preference. Okay. Yeah, just because I like it a lot. That's fair enough. Okay. Uh, yeah. So that was my thirteen. Is Dear Prudence. Yours was Yesterday. Uh, okay. What have you got at number twelve? Number twelve. Same record. Okay. Um, and again, you could argue that it should be higher. Uh, Revolution. Again, on my list, but not there. Yeah, but I. The, but I mean, importantly, the electric version, not yeah, the acoustic. I was say, yeah. By the way, which revolution? Yeah. So, and I said that actually to my daughter, to Tessa, this morning and yeah. or this afternoon. I said, uh, uh, "Revolutions on it's the uh, single ver- or the single version." Yeah. She said, "What's the difference?" I said, "Oh, I've never played you that." I don't think I've ever played the White Album before. I don't think she yeah. has. So um, you've never heard the acoustic version? And her jaw dropped. She's like, what? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah mine's yeah. the uh, Past Masters version. Is, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which yeah. is the single version. Right. Yeah. yeah. So is this, I don't know if there's a difference. There I don't might know be. that there is. I don't know. Yeah, it's um, hard to say. But that Somebody out there right now is screaming, screaming at their phone. That there's a difference, <laughs> yeah. yes. Um, but the thing about, uh, well, you're not here, so sorry, sir or madam, is the case maybe. Yeah. Um, the thing about Revolution, other than it just being a cool vibe and a cool song, um, 
lyrically, it's never gonna even other than the Chairman Mao part, it's yeah. never not been prevalent lyrically. It's never not you know been speaking to the time. And uh, just the beginning of that song just, you know, comes in that scary guitar riff that happens there. Um, You know, and a lot of people find it difficult to listen to that. Uh, My wife does not like that version of the song. And not that she doesn't like it, but um, the guitar kind of begins to grate on her after about a minute. And I get that. That's fair, yeah. I get that. I'm not, that's not a, that's not a criticism for her at all. Um, But to me, that's part of what makes it. Yeah. Because it is so jarring and so... uh, aggressive and and it explains helter skelter being on the album too. yes and it's one of the beatles contributions to heavy metal you don't think heavy metal is related to the beatles listen to not only helter skelter but listen to revolution yeah and tell me that there's not a link there somewhere yeah you know yeah um so yeah i mean it's just just an awesome heavy rock song and uh like I say, still unfortunately still prevalent. Yeah. Um, you know, and even if you listen to the, if you like the acoustic version better, you know, kind of bopping along singing that, that's still that's still cool. Yeah. You know, um, absolutely. That was so cool. The Thompson Twins did it in the '80s and had a hit out oh of it. Oh God, and, I forgot about that. <laughs> um, and with people that didn't know what, well, even you know, kids that were too young to know what the Beatles were. So, yeah. Um, yeah but it's a great, great song. So, um, I, yeah, I wish I put a, put a, put it higher now, but I look at it. And look at the rest of my list. But anyway. It's not that much higher on mine, but it is on mine. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you, I mean, you said everything I wanted to say about it, probably. Cool. Other than I I would add in that one of my favorite memories of that song is uh, uh, from the young ones, Rick Mayall. Yes. Looking in the bathroom here. You say you want a revolution. What? Vivian. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So that's, that's, uh, for the one person listening to this that has any clue what I'm talking about. <laughs> I God think bless you, I, that was for you. I do think of that too, but yeah, um, yeah but it's just as a, uh, but yeah, it's, that song is just, it's just so, uh, so total. That yeah, song, yeah. That, that's actually, that actually probably, because there's an age difference between us and there's a, a difference between how we discovered the Beatles, uh, that the Young Ones clip might be the first time I heard Revolution. <laughs> and uh, uh, It's not a bad way to It's hear not. It. Yeah, because you hear the anarchist kids singing Revolution. You're like, what's mm-hmm. that? You know? Yeah, what is, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's, uh, I mean, that's the only thing I would have to add to that discussion is that Rick May all sang it. There you go. <laughs> and uh, that makes me happy. Perfect. Uh, so let's see, we're on number 12. 12. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. That is going to be every time that you... That's okay, I'm keeping track too. I'm just going to ask what song we're on. It's okay. Uh, My number 12, I'm so struggling with this should be higher on my list, is uh, Eleanor Rigby. That is much higher on my list. I would imagine. It should be higher on mine, I think. But uh, Eleanor Rigby, uh, just one of those songs that like... It's not much higher, but it is higher. I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, just a beautiful song. I don't have a lot to say. But just a beautiful song. I've, beautiful, sad, sad, yeah, sad song. I've I've uh, I've played it. Uh, I've I've done parody versions of it. I've uh, uh, it's uh, actually the the time that I played it was a parody version. Uh, I, I won't go into detail on that, but I, I ended up having to record a version of that song. And uh, when I was asked to do it, uh, I was asked very politely if I could do it do you think you can do this and I said I'll give it a shot but I want you to know Tessa cover your ears if you're listening but I want you to know 
playing the Beatles is really fucking hard. And, and that was kind of the lead in to me, <laughs> you know, doing the song. And, uh, uh, but I, I pulled off a reasonably acceptable version and, uh, I just, it's just one of those songs I've loved forever. One of those songs I have loved forever. And mm-hmm. one of my earliest memories of it is being in uh, junior high choir in seventh grade. The teacher was uh, Mary Sweeten uh, at Hazelwood West High School. Uh, she's actually doing great now. She conducts orchestras and stuff. I found her on Facebook. Oh, good for her. Uh, yeah, she, she's doing great. Uh, but she was a wonderful teacher that people thought were very, was very hard-nosed. People had a bunch of different opinions about her, but I liked her. Uh, and one of the reasons I liked her was I have very distinct memories of her sitting at the piano in between choir things and just playing Eleanor Rigby and playing Lady Madonna because uh, she was a big Beatles person, which I don't think a lot of cool. people knew at the time. But like, I just kind of what what what's what's that song you're playing? Well, it's Eleanor Rigby by the Beatles, and like I'm gonna have to listen to that song. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, just like just those songs that hit you at the right age when you're a kid, you know. Yeah. And what What are you in seventh grade? Like eleven, twelve? Uh, something. Yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> I don't <laughs> you know. You have kids that are roughly that age. <laughs> um, I, well, eleven and twelve, I think nails it. I think because yeah. you're in that middle. Yeah, I think yeah. that's right. So I, I would have been about there and hearing Eleanor Rigby and going, well, "How do I not know that song?" and uh, and just it just just a beautiful song and a sad song and uh, another one that's um, very much uh, due to the genius of um, um, oh you know Martin What's George Martin. George Martin yeah. thing is going to say Phil <laughs> like yeah, that, yeah. that is so <laughs> Phil Martin is so wrong <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Um, because I mean while uh, Lennon McCartney and probably McCartney let's face it sure. wrote the song yeah um, you know the orchestra was his idea. You know, he conducted yeah. the orchestra and arranged it and everything. So um, another one of those songs that the Beatles don't really appear on much other than the vocals. Yeah. Um, and can we talk vocals for just a second? Yes. How great it is that George Harrison is in the middle of Lennon and McCartney and is yes. dead on all the time. Yes. Jeez Louise. Anyway, um, that's a whole other yeah, tangent. Yeah, don't but talk enough about George as a vocalist. That's true. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, I have to agree with everything you're saying. I mean, well, except for the, how you discovered it. But sure. Um, yeah, I remember... Uh, I think one of either mom or dad, somebody had the forty-five, and sure. I remember listening to forty-five when I was a kid and being uh, kind of, yeah. You know, I mean, I was always like, eh, it's kind of a sad song, and it's but uh, but it works beautifully, and it's a, it's just great. Yeah, it's a great song. I mean, yeah, you can that descending orchestral orchestral part that the and just the Ugh. the stark ending of it too. Yeah, just that, how it just, yeah, yeah, just. It just ends like, okay, deal with what you just heard. Yeah, just doesn't, never fails to give me chills. Yeah. Uh, just, just one of those songs. Totally. And that's higher on your list. I'm sure we'll get that. Actually, not much, but it is. Okay. So a little bit. But uh, what do you have at number 11? Um, Day Tripper. We've already been over it. Nice. Okay, that's going to be easy. Yeah. Uh, so you like Day Tripper. Mm-hmm. Uh, additional thing to add, there's a comic book out there called Day Tripper that it's a, it's a, guy recounting different versions of the same day check that out maybe i did years ago uh so there we go we've talked about day tripper again there we go <laughs> um all right what's your number 11 my number 11 is uh something okay not on my list but i thought about it another george song i'll tell you why it's on my list the reason it's on my list is because i had to pick one from abbey road 
I yeah. could not pick all of side two. I'm so glad that you didn't because I all thought that you might have, and I was going to have to call shenanigans. Yeah. So uh, well, um, I I would have had to call shenanigans on myself because for those who may not be familiar with the Abbey Road album, and side, why and why are you not? Yeah, is the, what, is the big question? Yeah. Uh, side two is one big kind of medley. Side two makes that record. Absolutely. It, I mean, it's probably the best side two as, anyone's ever done. And there are parts of side two that reference side one, which yeah. is interesting. Um, not that side one is bad in any way. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. I do like side one, but um, side two is just a monster. It's it's yeah. I mean, if if we the Beatles suite, sometimes people call it. Yeah. If if it were possible to pick the entire side two of an album, side two of Abbey one of Abbey Road would be my number one. Oh yeah, hands down. Uh, but I had to pick one <laughs> because I couldn't pick all of side two, and something from side one means a lot to me. Uh, and I, I mean, there's various versions of the song out there. I, I love the album version. I, I love the, you know, simple Beatles in a studio doing something, you know? Right. Uh, I mean, you know, a lot of people have covered it. There are parody versions out there, so on and so on. But I just, I love the album version of that song. If you're going to, if we're going to talk about Abbey Road, I'm going to talk about side two, but if we're going to talk about side one of Abbey Road, I'm going to talk about something. Uh, just one of those songs that really, really digs into how good of a writer George was. Mm-hmm. Uh, which people, I, I think George sometimes gets a little bit overlooked as a songwriter because he was up against Lennon McCartney, you know, the Lennon McCartney brand. Uh, he, yeah. Uh, sometimes he gets a well, little bit. Shoot, they overlooked him. Well, that's true. Yeah, and you can see that in the documentary footage mm-hmm. that we have. But uh, George, when he got a time to shine, he shined brightly. Shone brightly. He shone, he shone he brightly. Shone. Uh, and uh, something is one of his great songs. It's uh, given the time that he wrote it. It's almost surprising that it's not on the All Things Must Pass album because it, it just seems like probably that, should have been. Yeah, it seems like that would have folded into there really well mm-hmm. and. He could have eliminated some of the filler on album on like side four, uh, but <laughs> I I love that album. Anybody who's listening to this and and has strong feelings about that, but it does drag a little bit once he gets into side four, and starts repeating songs. Uh, but uh, uh, something's just probably my favorite George song, and I I it makes absolute sense for me to be on the list again. Largely, strictly because I can't say all of side two of Abbey Road. Right. But that's that's what got it on the list. But I'm, I mean, it didn't get it in at number fifteen. It got it in at number eleven. Right. You know. So that's that's kind of my feelings on it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, a great song. You know. Um, I have nothing really to add. It's a really good song. Good George song. Very. Yeah. Very good song. Um, there was an old comedy version that gets yeah. stuck in my head sometimes. But I, I know exactly what you're... Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. not, not going to do it. We, but you can't anymore. No. Um, <laughs> but um, it's... Uh, but yeah, it's a really yeah, really good song. You know, can't can't complain on that one. Yeah. I also uh, lyrically just kind of get it. Just like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. something in the way she moves. Yeah, I got mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I yeah. got you, George. Anybody I who's <laughs> been uh, in love with anyone, whether it's been requited or not, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> gets that one, so... Exactly. All right. Uh, so that was my number uh, 11. What's your number 10? Eleanor Rigby. Eleanor. <laughs> so we got that one done, too. Yep, we're good there. Uh, 
nothing to add. <laughs> no, nope, we've, we've covered that one. Yeah, I don't I don't have a comic book reference for that or anything. Uh, right, so we're what's, good your, on so what's your number 10? My number 10, Revolution. <laughs> okay, well, we've got that one done too. Check. <laughs> so we're good there. All right. Uh, so let's move on to my number 9 then. Let, let's do that. Okay, so this is one... I don't know. I don't think you really particularly like this song, honestly. Okay. Um, but this is one I went back and forth between this and like two other songs. What's going to make the list? Yeah. And finally, I just put this one on because it was just the first one that I thought of. Um, kind of second guessing it right now, but uh, my number nine is "We Can Work It Out." Okay. Um, and I like the song. I think it's apart from it just being a good song, uh, which are all good songs, right? But yeah. Um, I like the dichotomy of the music and the lyric. Yeah. I really like that. I, I like, uh, you know, whoever wrote it, Paul or John, I don't know who was the yeah, main writer on this one. Would have been folded um, into Len- Lennon McCartney. Right, yeah. and I could see it going either way. I just love the, uh, you know, it's okay, friend, lover, whatever it's mm-hmm. intended to be. We can work it out. We can get through this as long as you do exactly what I want you to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. I just as an idea for a song. Um, and uh, it gets stuck in my head, darn it. So sure. you walk around with it. So sure. um, yeah, I just I just dig the song. So there you go. I don't uh, I don't know if you have a specific memory that I don't that is the reason that you think I don't like that song. Um. <laughs> I, something in the back of my head just tell, told me that. I don't know. Sure. Maybe it, maybe it, maybe during your anti Beatles phase, you were probably you about it. About it, yeah. Uh, that that may well be true. I can't claim the same person that was my anti-Beatles guy. Oh, sure. Uh, and that's but, fine. We all change our minds on yeah, songs uh, and bands or some stuff I loved 10 years ago I don't like anymore yeah, and vice versa. Yeah, so yeah. I've been go. late teens, early 20s. I'm now in my 40s. That's a different mm-hmm. life. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but uh, I, if I ever didn't like that song, I do now. Uh, sure. I especially like the shift to minor. Life is very short. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I really love that change. Uh, yeah, that's I, I, I'm. Folks at home know that if you've listened to the show, I'm kind of a gloomy guy, and I like when uh, <laughs> I like when uh, the Beatles go minor. Although yeah. these cats have been good for me, I've been getting more positive. The yesterday, somebody in traffic cut me off. I had people in the car with me, and I said, uh, maybe he's on the way to like maybe a, he's got a family member in the hospital, like you know, dying, and he needs to get there. And like the other people in the car with me were quiet, and I said. Look at me giving benefit of the doubt to an asshole. These cats have been great for me. That's <laughs> and, and so that's kind of you still you know. went to someone's dying though. Yeah, so that's you're, true. You're getting better. You're getting there. You're on the right track. Baby steps. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I love that. I, I love that little shift into the into the minor for the you know life is very, you know, mm-hmm. yeah yeah. I, I I love that little shift and uh, it's it it yeah. really is a good song. Makes, uh, yeah, uh, I, makes me smile. Yeah, I, it, that feels like a Paul rather than a John. <laughs> it feels like a Paul, but musically, but it sounds like a John lyrically. Yeah. So that could have very well could have been an actual contribution. You never are not contribution, but uh, collaboration. Yeah. You never yeah, know about those guys. Legit, yeah, that's so hard. Maybe people at home don't know that. That's so hard to kind of wrap your head around. Is so much of what either John Lennon or Paul McCartney would write for the Beatles got lumped into, for copyright purposes, Lennon-McCartney as a writing partnership. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which was genius business-wise. Yeah, great um, business-wise. And uh, I'm, it, it, I'm sure Yoko Ono was still very happy. Oh, sure. But, and, you know, I'm sure there's, there's, I mean, there's books written about who wrote what and how it was yeah. written. There's 
all kinds of stuff. And if I wanted to, I could research that. But you yeah. know what? It, for me, Lennon McCartney is good enough. Yeah, that's actually part of why I want to get the uh, Paul McCartney lyrics book set. Is just to yeah, see. I'd like to myself. But just that's like that's like two hundred dollars. It's a it's a bit of a. It's 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 a yeah it's it's a it's kind of a hard ask. It's an investment. Honestly. Yeah, yeah I'm, I, maybe there will be a paperback version that'll be reasonable, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm, I just want to see what Paul cl- claims, you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the it it that one might be a because it feels like the uh, major key part that see it my way the happy part maybe that's Paul. Mm-hmm. And the life is very short, and there's no time. <laughs> Maybe that's John. That could be. That <laughs> you know? sounds like that could be. You know what? If it's not, nobody correct us. Right? Yeah. Because I the, like that. Those at home cannot see the look that I gave Dave when I switched into John's voice. <laughs> it was. It was, it was very effective. Stern. It was effective. It was very stern. I like that. <laughs> uh, uh, All right. So yeah, let's move on. Let's try to. Yeah, uh, not shorten it, but let's, let's, let's keep yeah, it. Yeah, let's keep see it, that. That was uh, yours at number nine. Right? That was number nine. Okay, we, we can work it out. I'm sorry, nine. I didn't uh, jot that down. I hope I will remember. I will remember what WCWO means when I edit this episode. Uh, so at <laughs> at my number nine, actually, a song we've already talked about. I've got yesterday. Okay. Uh, just it ended up. That was a top ten for me, basically, because mm-hmm. I I I, di- I divided this list in five ways. Okay, what hits my top five? You know that are immovable. What hits my top ten? Which are songs that I must have? What hits my top fifteen? Which is it is great that these are on the list. You know, <laughs> so that that was a top ten for me. Yeah, I yesterday. really didn't when I made that second list. When I talked about going back to it, I didn't get that into it. Mm. I just kind of went with the flow. And there's. Yeah, my top five is weird. It's not weird, but it's you it might surprise you. Anyway, Mine bounces around a little, but yeah. we'll, we'll get there. Right. Uh, so you're at uh, number, number eight, eight. Now. eight. Yeah. So number eight, I picked. Had to be in the top ten. Probably should have been higher, but whatever. Um, with a little help from my friends. Good choice. Not on my list. Yeah. So um, partially was wanting to represent Ringo, so that was part of it. Okay. Wanting to, you know, making sure I got Sgt. Pepper in there or that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but with a little help from my friends is one of those songs that everybody knows it. Yeah. Even if you don't know it, you know it. Yeah. You know. Um, if only the Joe Cocker version. Exactly. The Joe Cocker made a version that is, um, again, that's a really, really good cover yeah. of and a Beatles song. And light years apart from yeah. the... Yeah. Totally different song. To- um, I mean, it's not, but it feels it like a totally yeah. different song. So... Um, and it's one of those songs. It's got the call and response thing. It's got yeah. you know the good, uh, the really fun Beatle harmony vocals. Um, it's one that it's just a lot of fun. And anything Ringo sings is fun, pretty much. Yeah. But um, so part of it is ring is the Ringo thing, but part of it is just that it's a really good song, and I really enjoy it. It's one that a lot of times with some of their some of that period stuff. When you take things out of context of the album, it doesn't hold up as well, or it's a little bit weird. And I don't think this one is. I think this is enjoyable. Yeah. No matter how you listen to it or yeah. when. So the unfortunate part of that is on the uh, particularly the CD edit is that you get that little bit of the uh, Billy Shears yeah. that cuts weird. Yeah, um, that's unfortunate. But if you can chop that, yeah. Um, or there's probably somewhere in a compilation. There's probably. It on yeah, its, it's got to be out there. Um, yeah. 
I think I've got one. Uh, it's come probably to think on of one it. of the anthologies or something. So um, or I'm sure it's on the Sergeant Pepper box set that is sitting five feet from over us. there. I can see it as we're yeah. talking now. It might even be on the uh, like the blue album or the red album, whichever That's one. That's probably the, true. Yeah, That's I can't remember right. which colors which now. Um, I can't either. Um, red, I think, to. is the later years. Um, those so are I'm both, not sure where that falls. Those but. are both no longer considered canon, so it's hard to find them. <laughs> Well, they did the remasters of them, so they're out there. They did, yeah, but they're still a little um, bit hard to come by. But uh, sorry, that's into yeah. the weeds. Sorry. But yeah, so that's uh, um, anyway. Uh, that's just one of those songs that um, is just a fun song, and it's yeah. um, you know I think everybody likes it. So yeah, and if you don't like it, then you know look at your life. Yeah, what is wrong with you? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, that I uh, Sergeant Pepper is grossly underrepresented on my list. Uh, that is yeah. the first Beatles album that I fell in love with. I just whole hog. Like I, uh, I, I don't know how well this is going to communicate to anybody. But like when I was a kid, I had tons of GI Joe figures and whatnot. And like I used to, I was super into music and not super into war. So I used to put on little band presentations where I would listen to an album in headphones and make like my G.I. Joe figures dance around. Well, and like stuff. on like a concert were, or something? Yeah, like they were putting on a concert. That makes some sense. And Sgt. Pepper is one of the albums that I very specifically remember sitting in the living room and just making my G.I. Joe figures dance around to. Uh, which they were wearing military garb, so it kind of worked. Sgt. Pepper, sure. Uh, yeah. yeah, and uh, Sgt. Pepper, just one of the first Beatles albums. I, I, I don't know why I said one of the first. The first Beatles album i really fell in love with and uh yeah i mean arguably one of the greatest albums of all time absolutely could i mean you know we'll never we'll never ever settle what is the greatest record ever made no. but if that's not in in your conversation then you're doing something wrong. yeah that like that and like pet sounds has to be in the same conversation i mean that's another, sure i mean there yeah i mean let's let's yeah, not we'll that's go into that episode. another time that's another um, episode but, yeah so yeah, i mean sergeant pepper is just one of those albums that i i genuinely i mean I'm hard pressed if you say what's your favorite Beatles album. Uh, there are a few that come to mind. Yeah, it changes but, every time you get asked yeah, a question. But, I mean, Sgt. Pepper is one of the go tos. I certainly know every note of it, and when I hear it, I just I feel good and I feel nostalgic and I I I, I feel happy and uh, it's it's almost criminal how underrepresented it is on my list. So I'm glad that you had that song on yours. Yes. Okay. Where are we? Number eight. eight. <laughs> every every song I'm going to ask. Right. Number eight. Uh, two of us. Okay. Off, off you know, of yeah. Um, I think I might have skipped some of the Let It Be stuff because it's so much in everybody's brain yeah. right now yeah. that maybe I my, consciously uh, didn't do it, but that's a really, really good song. My list gets uh, really heavy into the later years of the Beatles from here on out. See, um, I actually tried to... One of the few things I did do was try not to focus. That is my favorite yeah. era. Yeah. So I tried not to focus on it. I tried to say, well, gosh, you know, they got there for a reason. God bless listen, you for that. Listen to me. <laughs> gosh, <laughs> golly gee. They got there for a reason, boy howdy. Holy um, shucks. Right, exactly. Um... <laughs> But yeah, two of us is a good song. Um, that's a really good one. I mean, and when you first, the first time I heard that song was when I bought "Let It Be" naked. I never had yeah. bought "Let It Be" um, because I'd always heard bad things about the album. Yeah, I'd always heard that it was a bad album and it was not good and it was the Beatles' worst thing. Yeah, because um, they were breaking up. And, and yeah, and I think there was a lot of emotion in that. Yoko so, sat on an amp. Right. So, um, so 
people somebody people might not know there was a release gosh in the 2000s the yeah maybe, well, yeah, yeah. Uh, was called let it be naked yeah and it was basically it took off all the stuff that uh producer phil Spector put onto uh the let it be record so incidentally is a great producer yes fantastic Just horrible r- person horrible person literal murderer and wrong for the beatles definitely but, absolutely um but really, his early stuff, you kind of can't argue with it So yeah. uh, with his production values. And yeah. We can go into that another time, too. Terrible guy, but, brilliant mind. Yeah, but it uh, it wound up... Uh, so I bought that, thinking, okay. And it's and there's some different takes on there, too. It's just the guys playing the music. Yeah. And I'd never it's heard wonderful. two of us before. Yeah. Um, really? And so, no, I'd never heard of it before I'd, I bought that. And wow. okay. um, it was like, oh, wow, that's a really cool song. you know. And, I mean, maybe I'd had, and it was just not... I sure. wasn't sure whether it was back in the recesses of my mind somewhere. Sure. But yeah, that was one that really struck me. So that's that's a good pick. I like that pick. Uh, the first version of that song I think I heard or that I sort of clocked was uh, Amy Mann sang that song with her husband, Michael Penn. That's sweet. It was very sweet. And actually, it's on a... Uh, I don't know if this is even out there anywhere, if it's findable. Uh, back when iTunes was doing the iTunes Originals series, where they had an artist... Basically, they had an artist sit down and do a storyteller's thing, where they talked about yeah. the songs, and then they played the songs. And some of them were new recordings, and some were old. Uh, they brought Amy Mann in to do her stuff, and I'm a huge Amy Mann fan, so I, I downloaded that immediately. And uh, she talked about, uh, I think, I think, I think she and Michael recorded that song for the movie I Am Sam or something like that. Possible. Uh, and she just talked about, uh, like, the track leading up to that was titled "I Hate to Hear People Cover the Beatles." <laughs> and she just launched into, "I really hate hearing people call, covering the Beatles. Uh, it's always a bad idea because they were the Beatles." But they came to me and said, hey, would you do two of us with your husband, Michael Penn? And I thought that was a really sweet idea, and it'd be fun, and it's a great song. And and so I kind of fell in love with that version, and uh, that was before I had the Let It Be album. And then I bought the Let It Be album and listened to it and went, oh, I get it. Yeah. I, I understand why she loves this song, because, I mean, that's... I, I don't know who was the primary writer on it, but that's either Paul singing to John or John singing to Paul. Uh, you know, you and I have memories longer than the road that stretches out ahead. Yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. Like, after after John died, there's, uh, from what I can understand, documented uh, evidence that uh, one day Paul was just spotted walking at an anti-gun rally in, I think, New York. And just sort of walking along and somebody took a selfie with him and said, hey, it's so cool that you're here. And Paul said, well, my best friend was killed by gun violence. And, you know, that's a relationship that lasted forever, even long after John's death. And I think so many people don't understand that after the Beatles broke up, John and Paul kind of reconciled. And, you know, they, they were in each other's lives they were ju- they just weren't making music together so everybody thinks that there's this you know they hated each other until you know whatever but uh you know they they had a genuine love for each other and i think in whoever was the primary writer on two of us you just hear that in the lyrics that you know look whatever's out ahead the memories that we have together we are going to love each other forever yeah 
you know and that's uh, that song just means a lot to me as a Beatles fan means a lot to me as a person and uh, I, I just it it had to be in my top ten it landed at number eight and uh, uh, Amy Mann is part of the reason why and so is Michael go. Penn who both of them have great careers check them out if you haven't but sure uh, also the Beatles yeah always know? always interesting how um, people get brought into other things by covers the Beatles especially People yeah. don't think they like the Beatles. Hear something, they go, oh, well, maybe I should check this out. And yeah. Then, yeah. So, yeah. That's Very happened cool. to me so many times. Very I, cool. I, I don't remember if I said this to you off mic or on mic that I think for almost every song on my list, I have a cover version written in the margin. <laughs> so, it's, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's certainly cool. true uh, in most of the top 10 here. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, uh, what, right. what's, uh, what's at your number seven? We've already talked about it Dear Prudence. Oh, okay. So, so that's easy enough. Get that one. I'm uh, jotting down seven prudence, which I didn't spell correctly. That's all right. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's your number seven. Uh, my number seven, uh, Across the Universe. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, I, a, a couple of years ago, maybe when the movie came out, the Across the Universe movie. Still haven't watched that. Okay. I haven't either, to be honest <laughs> with you. But maybe when that came out, that would be less of an unusual choice. But I feel like it's an unusual choice now. Uh, I, I, I don't know if I can put my finger on what it is. Uh, I mean, there's a great Rufus Wainwright cover of it out there. There's one of the things from my margin. Uh, <laughs> there's a great Rufus Wainwright cover out, uh, of it out there that I love a lot. But that's not even how I fell in love with the song. Uh, I... I think it's just that that chorus of Jai Guru Deva. Uh, I I I think that's it. I think it's just the fact that there's that little prayer in there. Uh, I I think yeah. that. On... Now, do you like the? I don't mean to interrupt. I'm sorry. Sure. But do you like the, um, like the naked version or the one with all the birds and stuff? Yes. Okay, because the version that's on Let It Be really annoys me. On the, okay. I just, it just gets in my craw, but I like it better as just a, more of an acoustic John singing it song. I mean, probably deep down in, uh, the, in my heart of hearts, I'm speaking now of the smaller heart that is inside of my larger heart. Right. Probably in there. Your backup there, heart. Huh? Your backup heart. Yes, the, the spare for when emergencies happen. Sure. Uh, because I will never die. Uh, in that heart, uh, probably the <laughs> the acoustic-y naked version is probably the one that I would lean toward. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for years, when I was uh, in college, I had a little pendant that I wore around my neck that you might remember that had the Sanskrit symbol for Om on it. Just the the idea of there being a single syllable that you can say that's a prayer. And uh, I just think the, the Beatles service of that is part of what makes across the universe a number seven on my list and uh i i I don't have a lot else to add like i said i don't i don't think i really know what it is about that song but whatever it is that's why it's on the list you know uh i don't know if you have anything to say about it but that's that's kind of what i do no not really no No, not on your list that's not on my list um I don't dislike the song. It's not one of my favorites, but I don't dislike it. It's sure. a good song. It's just 
That's I don't a, have the same relationship with you do that you do with it, but that's okay. That's yeah, that's fine. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I just I, I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's, no, just, it's just, a good song. I'm not you know yeah no complaints. Yeah, I, I, it's it's got to be the spiritual aspect, but yeah, beyond mm-hmm. that I can't. And I like the spiritual aspect yeah. of it too. It's just I, it just doesn't really connect with me in the same way it does you. But it's a good song. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, what's your number, number six? six. Yeah. We're gonna take a detour from that. Sure. Um, and go to help. Yes. The song help. Oh, help. I thought you said hell. No, help. H-E- well, I'm, not try- I'm trying not to pop my piece. H-E-L-P. Because what happened is I was talking about spirituality, and uh-huh. you said, we're going to take a detour from that and go to hell. That's <laughs> what no, I heard. Gonna, well, let me ask you rephrase. We're going to go to help. Help. Better help me. Help. Now we're doing, nice Jer- lighting. Now we're doing Jerry Lewis. Yeah. Um, this is so far off the rails. Um, so... Um, so I put help in the top um, six, <laughs> the top sure. ten, um, partially because you know um, it's one of those classic songs uh, is a good example of some of the early stuff. I don't have any really early stuff on it, but still from the first part of the uh, early Beatles stuff, uh, it's probably the first really true biographical confessional song the Beatles wrote. Or one of the first, anyway, because John... talk about that. Well, because John Lennon wrote it. He wrote Help, and he meant it. Because um, he was... I don't think I know this. Well, he was beginning to have... This was when he was beginning to have problems. The first had problems with his fame and with the Beatles. And during the touring years, when they were... Everybody wanted a piece of him 24-7. Yeah. And it was just hard to... um, As a young man, you're enjoying it. You're having fun. But you've also kind of had enough of it. Um, yeah. in the uh, Eight Days a Week movie they talk about this uh, and we just watched that and maybe that's why it popped up because um, what would he have been then like 18 oh probably a little bit older than that but, but not, not, I mean, not, not mid 20s no early 20s yeah. definitely um, it was to the point where uh, you know it was like uh, he, he talked about it everybody wants a piece of you every we're going not necessarily physically, but everyone who wants a minute of your time, you get in the elevator. The elevator man must have talked to you. Yeah. You know, you go to you know, you go to the cleaners. A cleaner wants to talk to you. You know, whatever it is, um, hmm. all the time. And he was getting to the point where um, he was just you know, you you kind of can't see the end of it. You know, you're enjoying it, you love it, but it's also just stop for a minute, would hmm. you? So, um, but apart from that, um, I I like the song. Um, catchy song, good well as pretty much everybody can relate to. You know, when I was younger, I never needed anybody's help, but now these days I'm not so self assured. You mm. know, um, you know, help me if you can. <laughs> that whole thing. So um, I don't think I've ever thought about the lyrics. Yeah. So help me. I'm feeling down. You know. Um, wow. So uh, wow. Yeah. Um, That's really days, interesting. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not so self assured. It was one of those. Uh, yeah, you, it's you, a, you it's me a off growing, guard. It's yeah. a growing up song. Yeah. It's a par- partially being a little bit fed up with the world that he'd created or that had been thrust upon him, depending on your point of view. And also, it's a song about growing up. It's, you know, and the, you know, he meant those lyrics. Hmm. Um, but it's also a great pop song. Yeah. It really is. It's really That's just a probably fun Probably how I'm familiar song. with it. Yeah. Uh-huh. And people don't think about it, but there's that second level to it. That really, I think, makes it really worth um, being in the top ten, and uh, just for in kind of an importance level, and 
Yeah, I mean, I think uh, you know, you you think about the Goofy movie, um, which is yeah, that's which that, is terrible, and I love it. That, um, that's the thing that when you said help, I was like, oh, that's the one where they're holding the flags. Yes, you know, <laughs> but yeah, you uh, but um, you know, apart from being you know a great song, it's got that other little level to it that I think uh, really makes it brings it into makes it a little bit better than it is on its surface. So huh. yeah, I, there you go. That's uh, I'm Help. gonna re-listen to that because, uh, like I said, I don't think I've ever thought about the lyrics. That's mm-hmm. really interesting. You gave me some things to think about there. That's interesting. Yay! Yeah, hey, congratulations. Uh, I guess we're on to my number six, mm-hmm. uh, which is another John song. Uh, I've uh, chosen "Don't Let Me Down." Really good song. Yeah, uh, a single, not uh, not officially on "Let It Be." It's on "Let It Be Naked." It's not on Let It Be, because the Beatles had a policy of uh, not duplicating their singles on the official album releases. Yeah, most people did back then. Yeah, uh, which I understand, but why the fuck isn't that on Let It Be? Sorry again, Tessa. Uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, that's... pretty sure she's heard it. But go ahead. Uh, sure, but not from me. Well, fair. Uh, don't let me down. I uh, just, one of those songs that. It doesn't go much beyond the chorus for me, or the just kind of repeated "Don't let me down." Is that that yeah. sort of the yelled refrain? It's I, a groove. It's a groove. Yeah. Uh, it it's not a bop. It's a groove. Yeah. Uh, I. But it is. It's a groovy. It's got a real nice groove to the song. As I was yeah. being. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's one of those songs that just just. I hear it and I go, yeah, that's that's a quintessential John Lennon song. And I loved that uh, watching the Get Back documentary, which I know I've been referring to a lot. I loved that watching that, that's one of the songs that John came in with. And that uh, you can kind of see the conversation between the members of the band that it's just kind of like, okay, let's... Let's work on that since we have it, you know? Uh, yeah. You can kind of see that it's just assumed they're going to do that song, you know? Uh, whereas uh, he, there's also a partial Beatles version of Give Me Some Truth, which I wish we had all of. Because yeah. uh, we almost got a full Beatles version of Give Me Some Truth, which is one of my favorite John Lennon solo songs. But we did get a full version of Don't Let Me Down. And just there's just something about that song it's another one of those i can't quite put my finger on but uh i just i i love that song i've loved that song for a long time it's on let it be naked which means that paul who oversaw that project understands that it should have been on let it be uh it's 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 on that that release and uh it should have been on the album proper if you ask me but uh, I loved watching the Get Back documentary and just how much it was popping up and how it was just a featured part of the rooftop concert. And uh, it's it's just one of those moments of solo John Lennon bleeding into the Beatles, and I sort of love when that happens, I guess. Uh, so that's that's my number uh, whatever six. it is. Six. Thank you. Yeah. And interestingly <laughs> enough, looking at them, because I'm writing down yours with, uh, next to mine. Yeah. Um, help and Don't Let Me Down, kind of sister songs, if you think about it. In a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, I mean, now that I understand what Help is yeah. about. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, and we did, you're right, we didn't get a full Beatles version of... Uh, 
Give me some, some truth. truth. We did get a cheap trick version though. Yeah, so yeah we, we got the back bringing that back yeah, around. Yeah. Um, Next episode, Beatles uh, covers by Cheap Trick. Yeah, probably not. No. Um, <laughs> I would want to move on to number five. Uh, yeah, I, I think so. I, I, I think I just like the uh, one thing I would just add to that is yeah. I think I just love the not love, but I, I appreciate and understand the sort of desperation of "Don't Let Me Down." Oh, sure. The, yeah, the, I mean just, that's that's. That's a plea that's, you know, almost begging. And I, I just like, yeah. That's I, a plea I, to every, yeah, I mean, everybody's I, had that. I, yeah, I hear you, John. Mm-hmm. You know? But uh, yeah, I guess we're ready to move on to number five. Okay. Um, so I, I don't mean to rush you, but. No, that's fine. Um, okay, Please so. Do. <laughs> <laughs> um, so number five, I put a song that has to be in the top five, probably should be up around number one, but I put it down to five just to annoy you more than anything else. Um, Day in the Life. Okay. That does annoy me. Yeah, I'm sure it does. Um, but I put it there for the same reason that I turked early talked. I turked. You turked. I spoke about earlier. Um, I think if you take it out of its context, it's not as good as we think it is. Oh, I disagree so hard. Because well, <laughs> that that's pisses fine. me off so bad. <laughs> because it as an ending to Sergeant Pepper. It's there's no question about it. It's one of the best ending things ever done. On its own, it makes doesn't make a lot of sense. It doesn't. Uh, I, I mean, lyrically, so much. lyrically, it doesn't make it doesn't make sense anyway. Lyrically, but I um, disagree with that. <laughs> um, so yeah, I like the song. I really do, but I don't think it's. I mean, it's top five, and I put another one in my top five that really doesn't deserve to be there. But anyway, um, okay. Anyway, uh, but yeah, so I put Day in the Life as number five. Um, like I say, I really like the song, but not as much as you do. So now you, you can feel free to yell at me now. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to yell at you. I, I do strongly disagree with many of the things that you said. Uh, that was my first favorite Beatles song. Okay. Uh, I mean, Sgt. Pepper's was my first favorite Beatles record. Sure. It's, yeah, that's my first favorite Beatles song. Uh, I just the that might have been the first time I understood as a kid that oh songs don't just have to be about you know fun and candy and, uni- sure. and unicorn farts uh, yeah there 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 can be some realism and there can be some weight to candy it candy and unicorn farts all right yes <laughs> <laughs> you heard me uh I, I i that that was probably the first time i understood that oh there can be some texture and some real life in songs fair uh and i i love the marriage of the two different songs that are kind of happening i'll give you that it, it's you know it's it's clearly two completely different songs that they married together, and I like that. Yeah, and uh, I love the orchestral stuff and the sort of ascending nonsense madness that goes into the alarm clock. And the alarm clock was really just in the studio a device to to let the band know when the song came back together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if everybody knows that, but that's that's sort of what that was. It right. was a audio cue to the band more than it was an intended part of the song, but it stayed. Um, I, there's just not anything about the song that I don't love. It's uh, I I and I I don't I don't know how to explain this, but I I hear it and go, yeah, I get it. Uh, that that does feel like a day in the life to me <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I, I get that. 
Um, it doesn't to me because I think that the Lennon's lyrics, as good as they are, I don't see them relating to one another at all. The the, the different snippets. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless you just happen to have a weird day. <laughs> um, they don't really go through it. I don't, I don't know, maybe just the, maybe the point of it is lost on me. That's possible. I mean, um, I guess I just view every day as uh, a combination of good and bad and you don't sure. know which way it's going to turn. Uh, you know, some days you're going to get, uh, uh, you know, happy headlines and some days the headline's going to be, he blew his mind out in a car. Sure. Uh, I, I, uh, and that probably as a kid was the first time I was like, well, he blew his mind out in a car. What? You know, yeah, no, I get that. Uh, and you know, yeah, I mean, you talking about it hitting you at an early age. I get, I get that. I get mm. the emotional appeal behind that. Mm. I looked at it as a song. Sure. And so I didn't think it um, great as it is. I'm not arguing the greatness of the song. I just thought it wasn't, it belongs top five, but I wasn't sure it belonged top three necessarily. That's fair. Uh, it probably I, didn't belong at five. Probably should have been four. But. Yeah. I've, I've, I've definitely got it higher, but uh, um, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I thought about that after I put it in, but that's fair. Uh, no judging, although sure. uh, I'm absolutely judging. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's uh, okay. I judged you earlier, so that's right. Yeah, that's fine. Um, sorry, I'm trying to look at our list that we've made so far and figure out what we had in common because we're going to try and combine this. There's somehow. about five of them at this point. Yeah, I think. one, two, three, four, five, six, I think. Um, so we're on to my number five, mm-hmm. which is uh, a song that also has the word life in it. Uh, which is in my life. Okay. Uh, and this is another one of those, which is a little bit complicated by my weird relationship with the Beatles. Uh, the first version of this song I fell in love with, the Johnny Cash cover on the American series, uh, which I, American three, maybe I don't, I'm not sure, but I don't he, think it's three, but I think, Whatever one it's on is one of them that I don't have. Fair enough, but it's uh, someone familiar. I mean, with Johnny I Cash's version. I, I can guarantee I had heard this song outside of the context of Johnny Cash, but there was a time where I just fell in love with Johnny Cash in a way that that was all I listened to for a little while, you know. And he did a cover of "In My Life," and it just sort of made sense coming out of that voice, uh, you know. In my life, I loved you all. Uh, from a guy who was clearly at the tail end of it, that just resonated with me, and I, sure. I kind of, I just, in that sort of sad but also happy way, I just like, okay, I, I understand what this guy is singing about, and then I sort of went back to the original and 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 fell in love with that to the point that uh, in my day job, I've got a, uh, a a a person that I have to call regularly who is not part of our company. But every time I call them, their hold music is in my life. And there was, uh, the first time I heard that, it kind of, you know, he answered the phone and said, hey, this is so-and-so from such-and-such. And I said, hey, would you mind putting me back on hold for a couple of minutes? Because your, your hold music is, is one of my favorite Beatles songs. You know, and he said, I get it. And he put me back on hold. <laughs> and I was kind of listened to in my life for a little while. It's just... Uh, it's another one of those songs, and I, I, I don't know 
it seems like I'm saying this a lot, but it's one of those songs I don't really know how to quantify what I love about it. There's something, I mean, the great songs, there's something ineffable about them. Did I say the the word ineffable correctly? I think so. It felt like I might have uh, put knew, like an extra B in there. I knew what you meant. Yeah. There's something ineffable about uh, the great songs, and that's one of those that I can't quite describe for me uh, in my life is just on that list. Yeah. You know, I know a lady who had the, a similar experience. We were uh, someone I used to work with, and she was on hold with, um, we had to call the main office, and... Uh, she had them put the put her back on hold because her favorite song in the world was playing, um, and no lie, happened to be Car Wash. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm like Car Wash. So, like, she's like, she's car like, uh huh. She's uh, like, that's my favorite song. I'm like, all right, well, you you go. Um, so so I get that. Everybody um, has uh, has their own set of things. going You know on. what? <laughs> you no, know, I'm it actually made me like the song more. I was like, you know, all right, that's cool. Uh, yeah, that's um, kind of nice. But yeah, <laughs> but as far as sorry, that just I had to tell that no, story. No, yeah, um, obviously. Uh, but yeah, in my life, I like that one a lot. That's it's got a nice um, melancholy to it. Yeah. Um, very catchy, and uh, you know, um, there's a sparseness to the music that affects the lyric. Um, I like that a lot too, or is informed by the lyric, I guess. So uh, yeah, that's really that's a solid pick. Thank you. Yeah, pick. That's that's one of my favorites. Uh, we're on to number four, I guess. Okay, number four. I really should have flip flopped four and five, so okay. I, I feel bad. Um, so maybe officially we can do that. Um, number four, this is one that a lot of people aren't going to get why it's so high on my list. And honestly, I don't have an answer to that other than I just kind of wanted it there. Um, great riff. Interesting lyric. And your bird can sing. What? Yeah. I don't know if I know that song. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, then, um, it's probably not making the top 15, then, is it? <laughs> um, now, but now you got me. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to put. What album is that on? I'm trying to, what album is that on? I'm trying to sing it. You got it in my life in my head. And I'm trying to sing the lyrics in my life to Ian Burke and sing it. It's messing me up. I bet. That is on, it's either, I think it's Rubber Soul, either Rubber Soul or Revolver. It's probably Rubber Soul. Um, okay, that's an era I'm not as familiar with. Yeah. Um, uh, so you got anything you want. And your bird can sing, but you don't see me. Okay. That one, yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, I, I don't. So the title didn't resonate. Yeah, okay, it's I a weird you. title, but yeah. um, or I don't think I got the words right there. But you know the the deal. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm getting the melody. So the uh, I think the opening guitar riff, which I believe I don't know for sure because I'm not as good as picking this stuff out as some people are. Sure, sounds like a harmony guitar part to me. I don't know if it is or not. I, I if I knew it a little bit better, I'd um, maybe if, talk to it. But. Uh, and if so, then it's a really cool um, example of that. If it's not, then uh, George got a great tone sure. on that one, um, which is the, possible. It is possible. I mean, I could be short selling George here. The uh, the riff of the song is one of my favorites. The opening riff is really good, um, and it's one of those songs that. Uh, good pop song, but not necessarily following the way that you would think it goes. So a little bit different. One of those songs I just really like, and I put it high on my list just because I could more than anything else. <laughs> but, um, you know, one I really like. So um, 
And obviously you have nothing to add to this conversation. I so. really don't. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, and, and here's the thing. Good I, cover of this, by the way, by uh, Susanna Hoffs and Matthew Sweet covered on one of their cover okay, records. I definitely heard that because I've got all of They those. do, uh, uh, for those who are not familiar, they do. A, they have a series of records. Susanna Hoffs and Matthew Sweet, uh, sometimes known as Sid and Susie, depending mm. on which uh, version you get. Right. Um, the first one was all 60s songs, second was all 70s, and the last one was all 80s, which they were contemporaries of their 80s, so that was kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, all so cover tunes, and just one. interesting to hear their take on it. Some of them are pretty straightforward, but the two of them singing together and trading vocals is kind of interesting. Mm. Um, and it's completely off topic, but hearing Susanna Hoff sing uh, uh, Seen All Good People. That was great. Was just fantastic. So, it was really um, great. Anyway, really good version of that. So that's something also to check out if you love that song um, like I do. But mm. um, you apparently do not. So. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I don't even... I, I don't I don't even feel like that's your fault. I feel like that's my fault. <laughs> I feel like I'm a bad fan. Well, like I say, it's not... Uh, you know, I can see why most people even wouldn't even be on their list. Right. Or it would be lower it's on their list. It's nowhere near mine. <laughs> but um, it's a song that I guess over the last few years, I've just really fallen in love with that song. So that's I mean, that, that's more than fair. I, I, I hope I sure. don't feel, I hope it doesn't feel like I'm belittling it in any way. No, you're just, you're just not familiar with the song. Yeah. I not... mean, as much as you, everybody loves the Beatles, let's be honest, there are certain records that we just don't listen to. Yeah. That just don't get into yeah. our system for whatever reason. Yeah, like reason. I love the idea of Revolver, but uh, it's Yeah, not, I think rubber, uh, people talk about Revolver versus Rubber Soul, and mm-hmm. Rubber Soul, to me, hands down, wins that argument, okay. no question. Rubber, Revolver... There's a lot of really great unfinished songs, in my opinion. Sure. But having said that, um, both records are great, uh, and and there's better songs, honestly, from a musically, musically looking at it, just from a pure musical standpoint, on both those records than "And Your Bird Can Sing." That's mm. just the one that I love. So there you That's go. Fair enough. I, I probably need to re-listen to it and give it a chance. Uh, I mean, again, some of the melodies started clicking for me when you were singing mm-hmm. it, but uh, yeah. Uh, it wouldn't have been on my radar, uh, which is the fun of these lists. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so we're at my number four, uh, which uh, let it be. Okay, I had that higher. Uh, okay, fair but enough. I yes. mean, we're, not much because we're at number four. Yeah, uh, but yeah, let it be. Uh, I just, I mean, everything about it, the personal nature of the song for Paul, which I don't. I've seen a bunch of different interviews with him where he's Mm -hmm. kind of said that it took him a long time to realize that he was saying his own mother's name in it. You know, Mother Mary speaks to me, comes to me, whatever it is. Uh, Which is, it's at number four of my list. I just said whatever it is in the list. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, I've also had most most of a glass of vodka. yeah, it's just one of those songs that's really beautiful and really sublime, and um, it's one of the few that in my top ten I don't have a cover artist in the mar- in the margin for it, because uh, there's no version I want to hear of that other than the Beatles version or Paul himself singing it right. in a solo act. Uh, just one of those really beautiful songs with a really beautiful sentiment. When I find in it myself in times of trouble, Mother Mary comes to me, speaking words of wisdom, let it be. 
just that thing of like it's it's gonna be all right, man. You're gonna get through this, mm-hmm. you know. Like, I, and that's that's a message that I need to hear, you know. Sure. And I think that's a message message that so many of us need to hear. I think so many of us need to hear it that the Beatles named an entire album after it, and uh, uh, it's just one of those songs that always cuts to the soul for me. Yeah, and you know, Beatles named the album after it. George kind of continued it with the title "All Things Must Pass." It yeah, kind of continued. That's right. But yeah, let ballpark. it be. I mean, um, it is a uh, just a beautifully constructed song. Yeah, just from minute one. Yeah, um, the, the piano and the way that the drums and everything comes in, um, just constructed. I you couldn't get you, you couldn't get it better. Yeah, than it is. Um, you know, the, the lyric aside, you couldn't just yeah. musically you could get it better. One of the uh, one of the moments that in the Get Back documentary, you see a little bit of you know Paul sitting at a piano, kind of figuring out that song which mm-hmm. I've seen other interviews with him where he said, oh, it came to me in a dream and it was just fully formed. And But you watch the Get Back documentary and he's sitting at a, pa- at a piano kind of hammering it out. Yeah. And uh, just yeah. like that was one of the moments where one of the great reviews I saw of that documentary was somebody said, uh, I love watching this because I know the words before they do. Yeah, I, and, I saw uh, that. Yeah, and that was one of those moments where I like I like got teary eyed because I was like, always oh, writing, let it be. <laughs> you yeah. Know? And, well, and that's the thing; it came to him fully formed. You still have to actually hammer it out. Yeah. You still have to yeah. actually figure out what get it from your head into yeah. the actual, yeah. you know, finished product. Yeah. So uh, just just one of those songs that I I love on a level that you know it, it, that 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 defies explanation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean the Beatles do that, and that's why it's in your top five. That's why they're the Beatles. Yeah, that's yeah. why. The, yeah, that's why they're the Beatles. So that that was my number four. Uh, so I guess okay. we're on to number three. Number three. Uh, my number three is "Here Comes the Sun." Good song, not on my list. Yeah, um, I, one of I think it's one of the quintessential George songs. Absolutely. Um, very um, optimistic song. Mm-hmm. Um, Mostly, uh, very optimistic song. Really, uh, it's got an interesting, interesting construction because it doesn't. Again, it doesn't really follow the chord pattern, or the not the chord pattern, but the structure the way that you really would think it would. It's kind. Right. It's a little bit odd. It's not to the point where you notice it, but it's just a little bit odd. Um, and it's, uh, uh, you know, it's one of the great Abbey Road tracks that yeah. isn't in the thing. Yeah. Um, the suite and. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I've heard tons of covers of it. I've never heard a bad cover of it. I've heard some different ones. Never a bad one uh, because it's just that strong a song. Um, great vocal by George. Um, yeah. You know, the, the musicianship is, you know, top notch as it would be. Um, and it just, the last half of it is such a, um, so densely layered uh, for being as straightforward as it is. It's just, it's just really, uh, really powerful, really, really good song. Yeah, I've uh, I've got a friend, and uh, as you're looking at me, which people obviously can't see, I've been scrolling through old text messages on my phone trying to find it because I I don't want to misquote it, and uh, of course I can't find it because I'm trying to look mm-hmm. for it. I've got a friend who has a tattoo on her wrist 
that is uh, in George's handwriting that is part of the lyrics from Here Comes the Sun. Because mm-hmm. uh, uh, that's just one of those songs that speaks to people. Yeah. And uh, uh, I'm... I'm uh, I, I think the reason it's not on my top 15, or my fab 15, if you will, is that uh, I'm not a summer guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I kind of hear, here comes the sun, and I'm like, yeah, let's get some snow in here. You know, but <laughs> <laughs> but it is, I mean, you're absolutely right. It's a quintessential George song. I mean, if you're going to talk about George Harrison, you're going to talk well, about and that it's, song. It's can be somewhat metaphorical, too. Yeah, well, um, and absolutely. And, and on I that level, I, I very much appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, I think that's why it gets people, because it's not just, oh, look, winter's over. That's part of it. Yeah. Because um, sometimes winter does tend to drag. Sure. Um, but at the same time, it's, you know, it's turning over a new leaf almost. It's new things happening. And that's what was happening to George. He was yeah. being able to think, you know, and I'm I'm going to start, I'm going to release my own stuff. You know, heck with these guys. I, think. Yeah, well, I can do it. What album was that? It was on Abbey Road. Is that Abbey Road? Okay, I so, thought so. But I think he was writing it, um, I think he start, had a, at least a small version of it started, I think, during the Get Back session. I mean, that I'm makes not, sense. I'm it, not 100% it, on that. It's but. another one that it would have made sense to fold into All Things Must Pass. Yeah. So, uh, great George song, um, you know, and... You know, I mean, I'm. I don't know how much was contributed by the other Beatles, but yeah. um, other than vocally, couldn't tell. Uh, you. Nice, uh, good chorus. Um, but you know, song that, song that works. You know, and you can uh, use it for weather or for just personal triumph or whatever. So it's yeah. a good, uh, yeah, very good, very, um, you know, just just a great song. Yeah, yeah, that's a song that I mean, you absolutely don't have to defend it to me. I'm I'll, sure it's one of those that it's. Were I thinking about it as far as impact to others other than me or what? I mean, it would have been on the list, you know. Mm-hmm. It's a little surprising that it's not, but it's, uh, it, you know, it's just a fantastic song. It's abs- it absolutely belongs in your top five. It probably belongs in mine. It just, you know, whenever I sat down to make the list, it didn't make it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll tell you what did make it at number three on my list, since that's where we are. Nice segue. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I uh, did not work on that. Uh, <laughs> at number three on my list, Rain. Okay, I was wondering where that was going to come yeah. in. It's at number you. three, Rain, uh, which is a song that really flew under the radar. It's not officially on an album anywhere. I think it was a B-side. Uh, it's... Uh, yeah, might have been. Okay. it's uh, It's a song that... Uh, I talked with a, a, a mutual friend of ours, our friend John, who passed away last year. Oh, yeah. Uh, the la- one of the last conversations I had with him was about the Beatles because the Get Back documentary had come out and we were talking about the McCartney 321 thing that was on uh, Hulu, I think. Right. And uh, I just, in talking about the, the Beatles, eventually I'm going to mention Rain because uh, I, I love that song. And I mentioned it to John, and John is from the 60s, and he said, oh, I don't think I know that one. Yeah. You know, which is the correct response when someone mentions rain to you. Mm-hmm. But uh, the reason it's on my list is, one, I really like the song and it gets stuck in my head. But the reason it's on my list, best drumming of Ringo's career. It is up there. Yeah, yeah. And, and and I'll tell you I'll tell you part of the reason I say that. You know who else says that? Ringo fucking star yeah. says that. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you ask Ringo what song are you proud of, he says, "I the best drumming of my career was Rain. 
And I, uh, I didn't know that until I saw him say that probably in the early 2000s on an episode of uh, whatever show Conan O'Brien was doing at the time. Right. He was interviewing Ringo, and Ringo said, you know, Rain's the best drumming in my career. And I said, oh, I'll have to listen to that if that's what Ringo says. And I listened to it, and I went, well, damn, he's right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, there's, I can't argue with that. And uh, uh, we've already expressed some love for Ringo in this conversation. Uh, Rain, I think kind of sums up all of that and it quickly became one of my favorite Beatles songs after Ringo himself pointed it out Mm. uh I just I I heard him say it and I listened to it and I decided he was right basically yeah uh that's 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 it for me that's my number three it's a cool song it's um it's an odd song it's not um and I don't mean it in a bad way I mean it in a good way that it's just a little bit different it's not super psychedelic necessarily right. but it was from it kind a, of that yeah. era um like i say it's not super psychedelic it's a little bit but it's in a way that is more like you hear it and you go oh it's really interesting why, why did that's an that's an interesting choice they made there to do it that specific way um yeah i mean you know it's your rides really good performance from ringo um, really interesting song and I knew he was going to be on your list so I didn't put it on mine right um, it was going to be on there um, I, I, I didn't know what your list was going to be but I had a few uh, a few ideas yeah um, I mean I've talked about that song with anybody who's talked to me about the Beatles yeah. in the past like see because I and I have that song on the Yesterday and Today record yeah so I forget that it wasn't on a record right yeah, you yeah. Know? so um, sure yeah yeah so uh, but yeah good uh, good pick solid can't complain solid okay. one so that was my right, number three. Number three, number two. I have uh, Hey Jude is number two. Okay. Uh, you know what? Spoiler alert. I also have Hey Jude is number two. Well, there you go. Um, <laughs> yeah, I figured uh, that we were getting down to it. It had to be somewhere, right? Yeah. Um, so I, I, I debated. It was almost number one. I thought about that too. Um, but yeah, Hey Jude. Uh, Goes on a little long, but other than that, sure. <laughs> um, but it's a yeah, bathroom break song. It for is, the DJs. Um, but yeah. it's a really good song. Um, you know, I mean, I don't know how much you can really say about that song that hasn't been yeah. said a bajillion times. Yeah. Um, I mean, for those who don't know, Hey Jude was at one point Hey Jules, which was a reference to Julian Lennon, John right. Lennon's mm-hmm. first son, who frankly ended up a little bit overlooked in the Lennon family. Uh, but Paul liked him a lot, and he kind of wrote, you know, Hey Jules, you know, don't make it bad, and turned it to Hey Jude. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, good song, you know, classic old video clip of them playing with people around yeah. them and out in the hallway and all that. Yeah. Um, you know, very well-constructed song. Um, I, what can you say? You know, it's yeah. one of the best things they've ever done. So yeah. clearly we both had it number two, so... Yeah. There's a, we just quibble on the first one. Yeah, there's a few things that jump to mind for me for Hey Jude is uh, uh, one of the one of the things that made me recently kind of fall back in love with that song because really I mean almost anybody one of the first Beatles songs you're going to fall in love with is Hey Jude, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, which kind of is, does makes it deserve to be up top anyway? Yeah, absolutely, it's it's everybody's top three, if right. not if not at their number one, but. Uh, one of the things that made me kind of fall back in love with it was uh, recently I watched all of the Wes Anderson movies. Mm-hmm. Like I just kind of fell in love with his directorial style and I right. watched all of his stuff. 
And one of the things that made me kind of go, wow, Hey Jude is a great song, was uh, the intro to the Royal Tannenbaums. Have you seen that one? Yes. Yeah. It's been a long time, but I have seen it. The intro to that is an, intru- is an instrumental version of Hey Jude that uh, just kind of goes on for a very long time. Uh, the reason that the proper version of Hey Jude is not in the movie is because Wes Anderson was directing the movie and getting copyright clearances on the music at exactly the same time that George Harrison was dying. Yeah. And George could not sign off on them using the movie, or, or, or using the song in the movie, sorry, uh, because no one was going to go to a dying George Harrison and say, hey, in your last days... Uh, would you watch this movie and approve them using Hey Jude in it? Right. You know, so Wes kind of was like, all right, I've got to use a cover version. And he kind of got some musicians together and, and they they did a, a cover version of it. But I watched that movie recently and just went, wow, that's that's such a powerful song. And mm-hmm. like I, I watched that movie and like all I wanted to listen to was Hey Jude for the next week. And like that kind of kind of made me fall back in love with the song. And another thing that I, I saw uh, was, I, I, I want to say it was Steve Colbert on the uh, on whatever show he does now. What, is, he, is he late night? Whatever he is. Something. Yeah, whatever late night show he's doing now. He had uh, the uh, 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 K-pop band BTS on the show, which, you know, stands for uh, Bind, Torture, and Sing. Of course. Uh, <laughs> it's... Um, he had BTS. That's not true. Anybody, please, nobody get mad at me for that. Uh, K-pop fans are uh, rabid. But uh, he had You're gonna be he canceled had, before you know it. Before, yeah, right. Before sure. this episode comes out. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think any of that was cancelable. But anyway, the uh-huh. he he okay. He had <laughs> for he the had K-pop BTS. fans probably. It was a reference. It doesn't matter. I Look, know. I know what it was. I was yeah. there. Uh, not everybody does. He had BTS on the show. Don't explain that. Who are very... <laughs> yeah. He had BTS on the show who are very talented, and I, I don't mean to take anything away from them. He had them on the show, and he was talking with them about the Beatles, and he said, do you have a favorite Beatles song? And I don't know their individual names, but one of them just said, na, 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 hey, Jude. And, like, they sang it, and the audience sang it with them. And Colbert played that clip for Paul McCartney, who Paul McCartney, if you ever see him in any interview, is a treat. Oh, sure. And just, he's, he's everything you want Paul McCartney to be. Uh, you know, Colbert played that for Paul McCartney, and he said, these are guys who, you know, speak Korean, and your music reached them, and, you know, why do you think your music crosses boundaries like that? And Paul's answer... Easy to remember lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. I have always said if you put nanas in it, you're almost guaranteed a hit. Yep. All That's... you gotta do is put a few nanas in there and you're halfway there. Absolutely true. Yeah. So like that that came to mind as well. And I mean Hey Jude is just one of those songs that like one of the first Beatles songs anybody is gonna fall in love with is Hey Jude. It's simple but elegant and beautiful. And sure. uh, it's it's just one of those songs that across generations, across cultures, just people point to it and go, yeah, that's 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 a great song. That's my song. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it was number two on my list as well. I am mm-hmm. very interested to hear what was your number one. Well, actually, I've, I've been following along and I think if people have been able to put the math together, they'll figure out mine and yours both. OK. Uh, but my number one was Let It Be. OK. 
Which we've already talked about. We have, yeah. Uh, as they're, I mean, why is it your number one, I guess? Well, that's a good question. I don't know that I have an answer to it. Okay. Because um, when you go, what's the best, best Beatles song? You kind of go, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hang on, hang on. Let Everybody's me, got something to hide hang from me on, my monkey. Right, let me, <laughs> let me, let me figure, hold on. Let me put these 15, 20, 80 songs into perspective here. Happiness is a warm monkey. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, incorrect. Try it again. Um, so let it be. I think probably, uh, like you say, the message, the lyrics. Um, I think you know, such a positive, straightforward thing. Um, just the like we were saying, the, con- the construction of the song. I was, as I said earlier, you couldn't get that song any better than it is. Yeah, and um, that's. I think that says it all right there for me. Yeah. Yeah, so, that's that's go. fair. Yeah, uh, as you said, there's probably no surprise here. Uh, my number one is a day in the life. I didn't think it was going to be your number one. I thought it'd be it would be high, but I didn't think it was going to be your number one. Did you have any idea what my number one would be? No. Okay. But I didn't. Like I said, I knew you'd you'd have it in the top five, but I didn't know exactly where it was going to be. I figured it'd be within the top, you know, two or three, but I I didn't really know for sure. Um, fair enough. But yeah, so you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, part of the reason it's my number one is it was my first favorite. Sure. You know, and you just you hold on to. I mean, everybody remembers their first time, you know, and uh, that that was mine. Yeah, I was that, alone and scared. <laughs> <laughs> That's an old joke. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes, it was, but it still made me laugh <laughs> like it was new. It's a good joke. Yeah, it's 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 quality joke. Uh, but yeah, A Day in the Life is my number one, and we've go. already talked about why, sure. really. Uh, so what have we got? Uh, we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight in common. Okay. And that's... those eight are Yesterday, Revolution, I'm reading from your list, Yesterday, Revolution, Day Tripper, uh, Eleanor Rigby, uh, what did I write here? Dear Prudence, uh, A Day in the Life, Hey Jude, and Let It Be. Okay. So those are pretty solidly locked. Yes. As as at least being in the in the top fifteen. I don't know if we can put the fifteen in order. I think we just need to somewhat um, agree. Yeah, putting it in order is gonna take a third episode. Yeah, right. Um so I mean we could just put it in alphabetical order as far as that goes. But right. um just to put something out there. So we got eight What happens now? <laughs> uh, I guess we got to start um, making arguments for stuff that we really, really, really want. Um, okay. So we can probably agree on that. It's a bummer that it's like seven songs. If it was six, it'd be three for me, three for me. That'd be easy. Yeah. We could just do it's, our picks. It, it, well, it's eight. Um, Is it eight? Yeah. I'm, I miscounted. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, Revolution, Day Tripper, uh, Eleanor Rigby. Uh, which is where I am and what writing it down on a new piece of paper. Okay. Uh, Prudence, Dear Prudence. Uh, Day in the Life. Uh, the Hey Jude. And Let It Be. So that's eight. Okay. 
So we've got uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven to fill. That's what I was saying. We have seven to fill. Oh, okay. If we so had, I misunderstood three. because yeah. I was writing. Right. No, it's okay. <laughs> if we because if it was we had six to fill, well, I'll pick three. You pick three. We're good. Yeah. Um, I now cannot find my original list <laughs> <laughs> as I'm flipping through the notebook paper. Oh, gone. We need to get a whiteboard in here. Yeah, Maybe. that's a great idea that I should have thought about. In well, no, I just thought of it now. So. Yeah. Sorry, everybody who can hear me frantically turning notebook pages. Um, well, I was doing it earlier because I brought a notebook and then I couldn't find my list to begin with. Like, right. Um, so, well, here's an interesting thing. Uh-huh. Should we, um, let's see, if we have to, so we can't have, there's got to be one more that we both really agree on should have been um, on. And so I was thinking maybe we could uh, pick from, like each guy has to pick from the other guy's list of stuff. It's not bad. That's not a bad idea um, to make it fair. Um, but yeah, here's... So, let's see. I would... Uh, I wrote your list down here next to mine. Yeah, I did yours mine. too. So, let's look here. Um, so, from your picks, I'll pick one of yours okay. to start with. Um, I think you're very correct in Mall My Guitar Gently Weeps being on there. Okay. I think that's... Yeah, um, that's a really good pick. Sorry, now I've lost the new page that I was writing on. <laughs> Would you like me to write? Huh? Would you like me to write it down? You can. <laughs> that does not mean that I will... Uh... That, you'll, that won't matter. Yeah, okay, okay. so guitar. Maybe, leaves. yeah. Like, fold the corner over. Yeah, there we go. I've, I've got my thumb in the notebook now. Okay. Uh, okay, so I, I appreciate that. Uh, one that I would add from yours, uh, I think, in, into the master list. I'm going to go with We Can Work It Out. Okay. Because that, uh, that is one of those songs that, uh, as I've gotten older, I've understood better. Yes. You know? Because <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you, you kind of reach a point where you go, eh, this is overcomable. Uh, that word right. didn't come out right. This is overcomable. Yes. That might not even be a word, for all I know. Is now. Yeah, we can we can get past this. This is, you know, life is very short. There's no time for fussing and fighting. You know, I, I kind of get that the older I'm getting. Sure. So that's that's definitely one I, I think I'd pick from your okay, list. Perfect. So we're down to five now. Okay. <laughs> down to five. Let's see. Um, anything you want to make a strong argument for that strong isn't argument. on the list? Um. I think I have to make a strong argument for Across the Universe. Okay, that's the one of your list that I was least in favor of. Okay, interesting. So, I think I have to make a, an argument for that because of, if nothing else, cultural impact. They made a whole damn movie called that. True. You know, uh, I, I think that song resonates with people in a way that goes beyond why it resonates with me. I, I, I think mm-hmm. people just... I. I, I it may not be anyone's immediate go-to for the Beatles, but I think it's going to be one that if someone thought sat and thought about it, they'd eventually arrive at it. You know, I think it's 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 maybe not on the short list, but it's on everybody's long list. And you know, fifteen is kind of a long list because most people stop at ten. Right. You know, so I, I think it's kind of worthy of being in that you know sort of bottom five, which is where we are. Okay. Um... Yeah, all right. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll go with that. That's fine. Okay. Comp- see, we can work it out. Yeah. Compromise. Um, so that's good. 
Are you uh, are you see. gonna argue for Andrew Bird can sing? <laughs> Thought about it, but if you don't, if you don't know the song, it's not very. Fair. I, I really don't. It's I. I would have it's, to just trust you. It's not very fair, so I will. I will uh, begrudgingly uh, let that one go. Um, that's that's nice of you. But I think let's see. Let me look here. Um, I mean, if you need to, if you need a minute, I. Uh, you were right about Magical Mystery Tour. That one. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at my list here just to see things. Uh, I'm trying to go back and forth. But if you want to put Magic Mystery Tour on there, I'm I'm good with that. Okay, I'm good with that. We can put that one in. I will say it's the only one on your list that I wrote down with only initials. I wrote MMT and knew sure. what it meant. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> everybody knows what that is. You could wear a T-shirt that says MMT. Mm. Like, oh, Magic Mystery. Which, if if that goes on the list, that leaves us with three. If it doesn't, it leaves us with four. But mm-hmm. I mean, okay. I just made an appeal for one. I feel like you need an, an appeal for one. So if there's one that, uh, um, see, there's two of them that I think I really want to make an appeal for. Okay, but um, I think help. Help really? I think I really well just again because of the time frame i don't think we uh, we need to represent the early beatles a little sure. bit more well, than yeah, we are you're right about that i mean we do need to do that and uh you know i say you know multi-layered song so i think help needs to be on there yeah i mean with what you said about what it at least likely meant to john that that did resonate with me in a way that i didn't understand before you start talking about it sure so yeah i'm okay with that okay let's let's put help on the list let's go with that okay helps on yeah, so that leaves us with uh, two. Uh, let's see. I'm looking at your list. Uh, the ones that are outstanding from your list are uh, Nowhere Man, uh, hmm. with a little help from my friends, which, uh, yeah, should really be on the list probably. Uh, and Your Bird Can Sing, and Here <laughs> Comes the Sun. The yeah. ones outstanding from mine are Something, uh, Two of Us, which I almost made a passionate plea for. Mm-hmm. Uh, Don't let me down. Which I almost made a passionate plea for. Uh, in my life and rain. Boy, your list uh, reads better than mine on that one. Uh, <laughs> uh, with a little help from my friends, belongs on the list. Okay, throw that on there. Yeah, it just does. That's good. So um, we've got one more. And your this is going to be this is interesting. It did. I expected it to play a little bit. The list overall is play a little differently. So it's kind of interesting that we're getting to where we are here. If I mean, if um, we're down to mine that haven't been mentioned yet, I think right now I have to make the plea for "Don't Let Me Down." Yeah, I was thinking either that or two of us. Yeah, one those would the be the two. Um, that was the other one I was thinking about. Making only the plea for. reason I would go with two of us over "Don't Let Me Down." Is because of I think what it kind of means to the fandom. Yeah, I think it really people really look at that song and think of like you were saying, think of John and Paul's togetherness or yeah. lack thereof, or at least trying to to mend that bridge. Yeah. Um, Whereas when I think of "Don't Let Me Down," I only think of John. Yeah, I think of John and uh, um, and, and I don't know, and he I don't know if he was talking to Paul or Yoko. I don't know. Um, I mean, in the verses, clearly it's a Yoko, but in yeah. the chorus may have been, you know, is, is, come on, Paul, you, you mean, don't, all right? Yeah. So, I mean, 
I would go with two of us on those, of those two. But I think I agree. Yeah, I mean, just because I think uh, Beatles fans overall would be accepted that, you know. But I mean, of all the songs, I mean, in, in the back of my mind right now, there's like all these songs that we didn't yeah. even touch on. Yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, why yeah. are we not yeah. doing this? Um, yeah, we've barely focused on any of the early days. Yeah, so I really think yeah. that we should revisit it in the future, not now. In right. the future, we should do another one in like six months or a year and just say, these are the 15 songs <laughs> that didn't go on the first list. You know, let's do it again and let's do the other 15. You yeah. Because, um, I mean, even, be with, <laughs> even with the alternates, just the alternates from my uh, list, the ones that I said, eh, I guess I'll do this one instead of this other yeah, two. Yeah. I got five of them now. Yeah, just, yeah. Yeah, I'm, my head. I'm right now angry that I didn't put Blackbird on. Like, <laughs> yeah, Blackbird yeah. is one. Um, that's one. You know, and I had, I mean, we can work it out. I had two alternates, and yeah. I was based going with that too. So, yeah. um, mm-hmm. so it's weird. Let's see if that's if we're as if, if if we're okay with it, and if we want to. Okay, what we've got as the fifteen right now, the Fab fifteen, the Fab fifteen, right ladies now, and gents, uh, which uh, look for T-shirts soon. Uh, <laughs> Probably not true. I don't. I don't have. I merch. Don't yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I just. I don't have merch. But we'll see what happens. What we've got is the Fab Fifteen right now, in no particular order, is uh, Yesterday, Revolution, Day Tripper, Eleanor Rigby, uh, Dear Prudence, A Day in the Life, Hey Jude, Let It Be, While My Guitar Gently Weeps, We Can Work It Out. Across the Universe, uh, Magical Mystery Tour, Help, with a little help from my friends, and Two of Us. That's a pretty good list. The one that jumps out at me as weird is Dear Prudence. <laughs> yeah, we both had it on there. Yeah, we did. Um, so by rights, it should still be on. I agree. I mean, it it's, is... a, it's a solid list. Yeah. It's a little weird. Yeah. Um, I don't know how it would do as a playlist. <laughs> um, you might have to switch things around a little yeah. um, to make a playlist out of it. You'd have to do some creative editing, but yeah. um, not editing, but uh, sequencing. Yeah. But I mean, it's solid. Yeah, it's pretty solid. I mean, those of you at home, what song are you screaming at, at us right now? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, or is 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 your list entirely different than ours? Right. I mean, it can't be entirely, but it's right, got to at least yeah. have, you know, yeah, you Jude got on Jude it. on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so, that should have been both of our number 1. Uh, <laughs> probably so cuz we both had it we both had it the same at the same same number point, yeah. you know. And very easily we could have and I think we both said, well, I thought about putting it number 1." Yeah. So, I mean, probably it is. Um <laughs> So I don't know. I guess are we are we good? We got a list. Uh, I'm pretty happy with it. All right, you know it's like I say it's uh, we might want to you know change the sequencing if we yeah, make I a mean, playlist out of it. No but order. Yeah. it's in no official order. Um, but, but I think I, it's I'm, a pretty solid representation of at least our view. Yeah, I'm happy the with Beatles. the I'm happy with the songs. The sequencing is up for grabs. Bonkers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But um, there's yeah. a really interesting concert there, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, yeah, okay, there we go. We got it. This the first ever Fab 15 is down, yeah. I'm in happy the, in the books, 
Yeah, I'm happy um, with it. And uh, if everyone is uh, annoyed or upset by it, then that's kind of the point. Yeah. Is that everybody gets to listen to this and make their own list and think about it, you know, because yeah. it's, uh, we get to, you know, as long as we're all civil. Yep. You know, and checkmates. That's the thing. Uh, friends of the show, checkmates, whatever you call yourselves, feel free to email me with your list. What are your Fab 15? Or if you don't have 15, what are your Fab 4? What are your Fab 5? What are your Fab 10? Fab 10 does not work alliteratively. Uh, but what what are your favorite Beatles songs? What's your list? What do you think mm-hmm. we missed? And you can email that to DB, those are my initials, Derek Brink, DB at DerekBrink.com. And uh, if nothing else, I will answer you, or I might even read your list on the show. Uh, thank you so much for putting up with this. <laughs> thank you so much for, I'm sure, some frustration on your end as you're going, you didn't mention, you didn't, you, no one said Yellow Submarine, no one said I Am the Walrus, no one said whatever song you love. Mm-hmm. We're so sorry we love that song too. We had to narrow it down to the ones that mean something to us. I know, I'm just sitting there going, why didn't I put I Feel Fine on it? Yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> it, like, it, it, I, I mean, mine has really meant something to me mm-hmm. in, in recent days. That's a good one. I mean, you know, we could go forever on this topic. I mean, you know, the, you could get go obscure with it. I mean, you could even like, I mean, Michelle's a great song. Yeah, as I'm getting older, she's leaving home means a lot. You know, <laughs> that's the that's the one I that's the one I have the most trouble listening to. I understand because you have daughters. I have daughters, and uh, you know, so that's part of it. And just uh, you know, I understand the the original idea that I had as a kid of being feeling like you're trapped and you're in the shadow of everything else and having to make your own way and do yeah. things. And I also understand, you know, you could have left a better note. Yeah. yeah. You could have yeah. said something. You yeah. could have hugged, hugged your mom for crying out loud. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. so I get that. So yeah, there's so many songs. That's the point. There's yeah. so darn many. Yeah. I mean, you know, there are some bands we'd struggle to get to 15. Yeah. 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 Meanwhile, somebody right now is, how did you not say love me do you know <laughs> love me do was on my list originally yeah i took it off yeah and i kind of feel bad yeah we both focused a please little bit please more on me was half. on my list please, and i yeah. took it off yeah so see that's the problem with the beatles list is that you cannot you, you almost you, you almost have to divide it into you know, pre-retirement from touring and post you know you could even do early beatles psychedelic mid-period yeah. and later scruffy beetles you'd yeah. have to you could do um you could do that so yeah. there's so many um i mean we if we keep this going with other things uh we've talked about doing just topics yeah as opposed to just bands right um and we've talked about and other bands too that's fine sure so we could there, do there's this almost these, less to talk about if you do topics these other <laughs> th- ideas we've had aren't going to be nearly as difficult, I mean, some of them are difficult to find to figure sure. out. Fifteen, not going to be as uh, as pulling at the heartstrings, as impassioned about it, and you know we may not. I mean, who knows? I mean, it's it's not going to be. Well, there's fifty other ideas that I could have had. There's going to be. Well, there's a few other things I thought about. Yeah, it's not going to be like I had to whittle it down from fifty. Right, you know? <laughs> it's not going to happen yeah. that way. Yeah, what, uh, and the I, Fab 50 would be ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At the very start, I said my uh, initial playlist was 32. You know, yeah, and exactly. That was, and that was after some careful pruning. So, yes. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, this was so hard. 
Uh-huh. Like you said, we started with the hardest one. Well, everything from here on out is easy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we started with the hardest one. It's all uh, downhill from here. Uh, Jack Bates. Well, don't think, say it that way. Okay. It's all um, frosting from here. We started with the cake? No, we started with the frosting. We started, um, it'll get easier. Yeah, it'll get easier. <laughs> it'll get easier <laughs> on us. And possibly shorter. Yeah, it'll get, it, it almost definitely be shorter. But it'll, it'll be easier on us, if not on you, from here on out. But uh, Checkmates, thank you so much for uh, being here for this. It was a lot of fun for me, Dave. I hope it was, it was fun for you. It was. Uh, I, I, I think we got some good content here. I, I had fun doing this. I think a lot of people have fun listening to it. And a lot of people will be furious listening to it because they have a different favorite Beatles song. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and they're not me, wrong. And you're not wrong. And believe me, I want to hear from you. And I want to say, yeah, that one should have been on the list. So email in those suggestions. So many of you email instead of commenting else, elsewhere. And most of the places that you could comment as, elsewhere... I will never see because I don't have every app. <laughs> but uh, uh, thank you for whatever your level of engagement is. Uh, the best way to get a hold of me is at db at derekbrink.com. Tell me what your feelings are. I would love to hear them. Uh, what What is your Fab 15? If you don't have a 15, tell me your 4. Tell me your 2. Tell me your 1. Uh, I, whatever you feel is right on this. You know, know that. And... Uh, just thank you so much for doing this and and for for being here for this and for listening uh and just just being the great listeners that you are really appreciate the folks who tune into the show uh dave thank you for being here and as i end every show i say roughly the same thing and uh i hope some of you out there take it to heart uh please continue to know that there is a pandemic ongoing even though numbers have been a lot better lately please continue to be responsible and do the stuff that you're supposed to do please remember that black lives matter please remember that trans rights are human rights and that women's rights are human rights and that i shouldn't have to tell you any of that and be good to you each other be good to yourselves forgive each other and forgive yourselves and while you're doing all that Check us out next time. I've looked it up and your bird can sing is on revolver. 